Today's episode of the Black Flag Podcast is brought to you, as always, by Solero Commerce. You know the name, you know the drill. They've been with us since the very beginning, and they got some great new technology coming through. So if you want a small business that accepts debit or credit cards, you got to check them out. Contact Evan Orvath or get in touch with one of us, and we'll get you a free second opinion on your current merchant service provider. Brad Keselowski is going to be showing the Black Flag. It's the Black Flag Podcast. Every fucking week. Fuck, I hate my fucking job. Race analysis. Yeah, we're only girls pull hair, so. Maggie forgets that if they changed the rules and took the champion's provisional away, he wouldn't have been able to race the last two years, so. Uh... Occasional alcohol consumption. Uh, Jimmy Johnson is on pit road because I think he's the leader. And calling people on their shit. It refrains me from not beating the shit out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions. This week's Black Flag Podcast is now in session. Hey, we had some out we beat him so it's all good all right boys and girls episode 85 of the black flag podcast coming at you uh as always i'm charlie sanborn at c sanborn iii across from the table for me is brad sauce here uh that's at b sauce 96 together we are black flag pod on all things social media um that being said uh we had yet another uh heater of a weekend uh, for sure. I, I unfortunately had to work Friday into Saturday, uh, thus taking the, uh, the old rental truck, uh, figuring out that it maxes out at 98 miles an hour. And from there, I'm uh, headed down to Thompson Motorsports Speedway or Thompson Speedway Motorsports Park. That's a mouthful. And, uh, watch the world series. And Bradley, you had quite an eventful Friday night. Is that correct? Yeah, do we want to jump into that, or did anything eventful happen at the go-karts that you want to fill us in with well, first? Well, okay, so... <laughs> I gotta take a sip. Oh, fuck. So, oh, wait, oh. We're off our game, pal. Ugh. Off our game. Yeah. We, we had enough over the weekend to make up for it, though. That's that's for sure. That just made me nauseous, to be honest uh, with you. <laughs> World Series hangover. Uh, so, basically, uh, the way that it all had to go down was I had to work Friday and Saturday. Uh, I agreed to work Saturday like a couple months ago because the girl I sit next to Tanya decided to get fucking married and I said I would help. Who so the fuck gets married? I don't even know. It sounds like a waste of time, honestly. Like a ton of money, you lose half your shit in the end anyway. Like yeah. what's the point? What did you what did you gain by doing that? That's that's what I've always wondered. Huh. Uh yeah. So anyway, I had to work on Saturday, so while you headed down you were there Friday night, correct? Yeah. So you headed down Friday night I ended up going to the Bartlett Bridge Raceway again, helping out at the go-kart track, and um, that was a clusterfuck for sure. Uh, typically, Bobby's on the flag stand. Rusty and I are both in the announcer's booth, and uh, <laughs> Bobby makes the races better because he has the the experience and the knowledge of, of what to do on the flag stand. Uh, Rusty and I try to make it entertaining. Um, I don't know if the, it was a full moon or what, uh, but the, the fucking races took forever. Now, one cool thing I did uh, have happen to us, though, uh, there's a fella on, he's got a YouTube page and uh, some all, all over all over social media there. Name is Randy Lewis. Uh, he uh, is from California, and he actually is called what's called a, uh, a track chaser, if you will. And he's been to almost 2,700 different racetracks all over the planet. Uh, I guess he started off the year in Italy doing some cool shit. Uh, then from there made his way, uh, you know, all, all over before Rona happened. And then from there, he uh, 
ended up uh, hearing about the go-kart races at Bartlett, and apparently there's rules uh, involved with this track chasing deal and whatever, and because there was wing champ carts there. Did we both just pull business cards out of our <laughs> fucking wallet? We did, yeah. Interesting. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, so this guy, again, Randy Lewis, world's number one track chaser, uh, randylewis.org. Uh, P.O. Box in California. Seems like he's uh, pretty legit. No. Do we need business cards? I think we do, pal. Oh. Or the, wait, are stickers, stickers not big? Yeah, yeah stickers, stickers are, are business cards. Uh, no, cool guy. Uh, but from there, the Box Sock series, which is like the kids that are between the ages of like five and seven, just trying to learn how to fucking do go-kart things and like not step on your ween constantly, they just can't figure it out. And they are the prime example of what happens when you're not allowed to hit your fucking kids <laughs> it, it, it is it's bad like it's real bad it took 45 minutes to get like a 20 lap race in Oof. they're 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 just not they don't pay attention they're on the flag stand fucking around they're in the driver's meeting the parents don't say anything to them you can't hit your kids these days you can't yell at your kids these days so they go out on the racetrack they just slam into each other yellow will come out they'll just absolutely ass pack one another <laughs> parents don't say anything and it just keeps happening so i got to the point where i'm literally on the pa system hanging out the window of the announcer's booth sober as a whistle uh, shiny as a judge or whatever it is and you get it did you just add another verse to my fucking <laughs> saying i did yeah holy fuck You're welcome you can use that um i don't know if i will well that's i already wrong. forgot what you said what's wrong with it no i just forgot what you said shiny as a judge judges are Cl shiny clean as a judge maybe Clean as a whistle, sober as a judge. So if you're sober as a whistle, then you're... Well, that was the ironic part about right. it. I think you just ruined it. All right, I'm done. You can go fuck Should yourself. I leave? Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Uh, anyway, so, yeah. I'm literally hanging out the window at the go-karts of the announcer's booth, just like literally talking to the crowd because the race was it was useless. Like I'm talking to the crowd. Like, <laughs> yeah, they, well, I'm eating a cheeseburger. Like, hey, cheeseburgers yeah, don't suck. Let's get suck. the wave going. Yeah. <laughs> She, yeah, I should probably do that. Yeah. Oh, that's not a bad idea. Is there enough people there? Yeah. Half capacity? Honestly. Capacity? Jesus yeah. Christ. Just fumble fucked <laughs> my words. We're four minutes into the show. Uh, no, it was it, it just it was awful. But the rest of the night went very, very smooth. Uh, the rest of the program is always good. But uh, parents, if you have children, don't let them be little dickheads. Uh, just it, it, I was oh I was hanging out the window saying like oh fuck if I raced like this when I was seven years old there would have been Charlie shaped hole in the wall you know you, you get you do dumb shit you, you get you said that at. over the fucking PA system uh huh jeez Christ yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm telling people like the Love cheeseburgers it. don't suck like go get a cheeseburger and then they wrecked for like the forty second time on lap oh, six and I was like you know what? I'm done I just shut I put the microphone down and I waited till the next division came out it was brutal. Brutal. I'm happy that we have an audio program that's being released tomorrow because we will not be having a video one. We fucked up. Uh -oh. How did we go a whole weekend? Oh, yeah. And so, so speaking of, speaking of hmm. concessions, all right, we we have this segment called Tendy Tallies. I'm sure that uh, the avid listeners here know we got a YouTube page. If you haven't seen it yet, head over there. It's called Tendy Tallies. We go to the local racetracks all over the planet. Uh, and when I say all over the planet, it's been like Maine and Connecticut so far and a little bit of New Hampshire. And we rate their tendies. All yep. right, chicken tenders. So we go from there. Now, 
you've been to Thompson before, obviously, right? I've, yeah. I've been to Thompson. I went to Thompson this year. Usually, like, project number one on the checklist of what to do on the weekend, if we haven't done it yet for a racetrack, is do tendy tallies. But the problem is is that if we don't show up together, we're very dysfunctional. Like, oh. We're already dysfunctional, but we're even yeah. more dysfunctional when I show up Friday at 4 and you show up Saturday at 3. Um, well, because yeah. then we're all out of sync. And Our periods don't match up. Yeah. It's, and, it's an issue, really. Flagger Steve from from Hudson there, not to be confused with Stagger Steve, uh, <laughs> cornhole buddy. Um, <laughs> he 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 asked me if we were going to do a Steve tendi- and Stagger Steve. Yeah, <laughs> I just just came up with. I that. like that. Um, he he asked me too. It was Saturday morning or whatever. I'm walking back through to probably go find a beer. I was in rough shape, and he's like, "You guys do attendees yet?" And I'm like, "Charlie's not here yet, but we're going to have to do it probably tomorrow." And he's like, "All right, I'll be looking forward to it." And then we left the racetrack yesterday. I think we were even. We were at we were Applebee's. At, yeah, we were at Applebee's eating each, basically tendies. <laughs> each ordered wings, and we looked at each other like, "How'd we fuck that up?" <laughs> and I'm like, "What?" And you're like, "We didn't even think about doing attendee tallies. No, not no, even one no, time. No, never even crossed my mind." Huh. So we're gonna have to go back to Thompson Speedway Motorsports Park Racetrack Icebreaker next I, year. Yeah, hopefully oh, that's a oh thing. Oh my god, that's gonna be so cold. It was it was warm for this the, this deal. So come fucking springtime yeah. it's gonna be chilly let me tell, tell you that. about warmth want to hear about my fucking friday <laughs> so <clears throat> after the go-kart races <laughs> uh saturday comes around i work eight to two this is where i figure out that my rental truck because if if you listen back on a show or show or two ago i fucking absolutely crushed a deer in my volkswagen uh been told they're gonna total it so oh neat no so you're no. gonna keep the oh oh so yeah it's not so, a good thing so apparently it's worth six and i'm not even joking when i say this it's worth $6,900. Nice. Yeah. Like that was not a joke for the show. It was literally $6,900. That seems so like. So this a, is how much fucking dick bags. Chunk of change. The, well, I'm not done. Okay. I'm not, this is how much of a dick bag the insurance company is. All right. They Who's ding, your insurance company? Progressive. Okay. <laughs> okay. That was. I, I honestly didn't really mean to do that. I think that you did. Like oh, I, I saw that come from your toes. <laughs> but, all right. So. God, that was bad. I hope whoever our producer is cuts that out. <laughs> that was <laughs> that aggressive. Was, <laughs> I didn't mean to blow your speakers out. But yeah. We hit I it. I don't feel bad if that helps. Okay. Uh, now everyone else's car is totaled. <laughs> <laughs> Airbags deployed at least. So, uh, I don't remember what I was going with this. Uh, oh, right. $6,900. You're doing they, terrific. They dinged me for like bald tires. There was a rip in the seat. Oh, the of mileage. Uh, I had eight hundred dollars left on the loan, so they're like, "We're gonna give you five grand." I was like, "Oh, do you know what you can buy for five grand, <laughs> motor vehicle wise? A moped? I think <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe nineteen ninety seven, like low like, miles, like one that you have to like run to like kickstart. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. You know what so. you should just do? You just buy an RV and drive that as your daily driver. The the, BF, the BFP it, bank bus would, going into yeah <laughs> the Subaru dealership. It yeah. would because <laughs> it would benefit me immensely. <laughs> and you know I'm just here for personal gain. Right, really. right. So you know it is, five it is. grand. Well, I'll come up with my own five. I have five grand actually. If you we need should just it. take the five grand, go to Mohegan after the uh, um, Foxwoods. You get it. Um, we're going to Foxwoods after Waterford. Waterford. That's what I'm trying like, to. Get no, I'm not. But like, and just put five grand you, on black. I hope that you can. No. Uh, right. We're going to Waterford <laughs> that Sunday for sure, and right. I do have that free night stay at Foxwoods. Oh, so we're right. You're, so did you quit your work for that Monday? I, I probably will. Yeah. Okay. Uh, f- uh, bummer right. on that. I can't go Saturday. 
we'll talk about that later uh you can't do what <laughs> saturday because we have plans of going star then stafford then waterford i can't go to stafford I have a prior engagement that I forgot oh about. Oh my god, who the fuck is getting married this time? It's a Halloween party with Slutes, so I hope that's acceptable. A racetrack with... Don't yell at me. I, uh, again, this is what happens when someone tries to get me to pre-plan no, something. No, I just... Um, this is why I don't pre-plan. No, I'm them. actually nauseous. <laughs> I'm gonna be sick. Oh. Honey, oh. how am I... <laughs> we had I just a very... Beard as of... Two hours ago, we had Solid a very, plan. very elaborate plan, right? <laughs> so if you listen to last week's show, we again, we don't know what we're doing. No. You know, we're, I'm if, going to Oxford both days this weekend. If you don't, if you don't remember a couple seconds ago, we were trying to talk about our weekend. Now we're heading but into I, a different direction. I might not end up there because, you know, whatever the wind takes me, right? <laughs> right. So yeah. as of last show, I was running in the howler. <laughs> and then my howler car blew up like midweek. And I'm like, well, that just opened the door for Stafford. Yeah. And now, I guess I'm going to Stafford alone, but... Our plan was Charlie's <laughs> Racing Star Friday, right? Yeah. We're going to rent Friday an RV. Friday the 23rd. We're going to go uh, street. We're going to call my car a street stock yep. and race yep. Uh, yep. at Star uh-huh. on the pre-howler. I'm mad. Uh, yeah, upset. So literally two hours ago, I messaged Charlie. <laughs> I said, how much? That's like, why I didn't text you. Are you all in on? Oh, I was. Like all two in hours ago, RV. I literally was, yeah. Because we, we were going to rent an RV and we were going to do a tour to I was about to, to send NASCAR. you the $300 to to do it like i was about to hit send i was like wait a minute you you should have because there was no refunds <laughs> and now i'm sleeping in my truck again if you i have get my the keys RV. Uh, <laughs> right so anyway let's let's back back I up a am little bit disgusted I'm, it's okay It'll, like honey, appalled honey toward a nascar star stafford waterford just we, and then we you say that like we haven't done that already multiple times we, this year. We haven't because you know what? Neither of us have ever been to fucking Waterford. So how have we done we're, that this year? We're still going to go to Waterford on Sunday. <laughs> I just can't go Saturday. You're fine. You're fine. You're, are you going to beat me up? You're like flip the I almost punched you in the nose this weekend. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I didn't I have feel that I'm all. a very not aggressive human. Like, well, depends. And... So there's been two times in my so, life where so I've going, almost socked someone in the mouth. So we're going back to Once Thompson. was at a Bruins game. <laughs> <laughs> the, the other time was Charlie stuffing a bag of cheese that fucking snapped in my were face. They, were they not good? No. <laughs> yes, they were. <laughs> the fucking flavoring was in my eyeball. You're welcome. That it didn't. I couldn't even taste it. Well, maybe you should get your eyeballs checked then. <sighs> okay. Um... All right. So anyway, we're backing so up a little Friday. bit. <laughs> so Friday, yeah. So, so Friday, NASCAR, it's happened. We go to St- so Thompson. I just want to preface this by saying I'm personally offended that you said that the icebreaker is going to be cold and that it wasn't cold this past weekend because... You... Well, <laughs> so so <laughs> I, I head to Stafford. Uh, or, right. Wow. Thompson in my rental truck. Uh, it's a brand new Colorado. Uh, fun fact, a 2021 Chevy Colorado shuts off at 98 miles an hour. <laughs> I went from South Portland, Maine to Thompson, Connecticut in an hour and 59 minutes. It's <laughs> typically a two and a half hour drive. Uh, pulled there in time where uh, Smithers and Kristen hooked me up with uh, a, a way into the racetrack for the weekend. And uh, we had ourselves a time. Now, apparently, while I was doing go-kart things and figuring out how to get to Thompson, you had a miserable fucking Friday night. Uh, I've never been more miserable in my entire life, and I'm a pretty miserable person. Oh, yeah. Can, uh, can confirm. Okay. That was unnecessary. I'm agreeing <laughs> with you. <laughs> oh, now you're about to that, too? Rude. R- yeah. Uh, All right. uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, uh-huh. we get to the racetrack, and apparently races happen. I, didn't, I 
Could have been. Could have. Um, yeah. All I know is that I so we did a race pool shocker on the street socks. This is the this is the only racing portion of Friday night that I'll get into because I kind of forgot about everything else that happened. Um, actually, this is going to be a long story. So before I get started, congrats Zach Robin- Robinson on your back to back championships at Stafford. So uh, Alexa, play back to back by Drake. Okay, now I hope everyone had an Alexa in their house because you're welcome. <laughs> or Siri. Uh, and allegedly there was some sort of controversy that maybe happened there. Maybe. And uh, I don't know exactly what happened. He'll be fine. Oh, he was fine. He won the yeah. championship. Right, so what's wrong? Our other Connecticut friends. Did we have BFP on BFP violence? No. Oh, well, okay. no, we didn't. Okay. But... Um, congrats, Zach, on your championship. <laughs> yep. Again. Uh, so back to Thompson. Uh, we were doing a race pool for the street stock race, right? And, Friday you know, night. I, and I pay attention. Back yeah. up to Friday I night. I pay attention right. and I am shit faced. Um, allegedly. So my drive to Thompson was very much 10 and two speed limit. Just cruise control set at 65 because I was having a couple Pepsis and I got to the racetrack and I was a little bit drunk. Uh, I only had a slice of pizza all day, so you'll have that when you forego your lunch to leave an hour early to get to the racetrack. And uh, I pull in, whatever, and the races uh, again apparently happen, I guess. And I had money on this uh, 10-car fella, street stock, that also was a zero, but it had a one in front of it, but it's two different colors. So I don't know what's going on there. Um, but I had money on him. I picked dead last in our pool, right? We had like nine people. And I was pretty fucking confident that I was going to win the damn thing. And he went out there and was in the lead and led like a good, like at least the last half of the race and uh, blew up coming to take the white. So uh, fuck me. But uh, I guess, right now. you know, yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Um, I, at least I made up for it. I, I, I profited like $75 this weekend off the kids just because, you know, I sometimes I know a thing or two about Connecticut racing when the other two haven't been to Connecticut to watch the racing this year. So yeah, whatever. Uh, eventually, we go out and we get drunk, and uh, we're hanging around with Joe and Nicole at their camper, and uh, I get a picture of Mr. Matt's dad holding a handle of Pink Whitney, and the bottle is full. <laughs> okay, so that is my cue to head over to that camp camper. Right, yeah. Like, I'm going to go like drink you, some You need of to be where I am, that is I'm happening. I'm going to indulge in some Pink Whitney. And by the time I got there, which was about 10 minutes later, it was gone. And he sounds about right. Have you met John Swanson? And he had <laughs> a handle of Grey Goose in his hand now that was like three quarters gone. Mm-hmm. Um, he was pretty tuned up. Oh God, yeah, <laughs> he was very. Tuned I would have up, blown yeah. at least a couple motors, guys. Oh, Jesus what? Christ! <laughs> Why is that on the top of your mind? But, well, no. at all times. Um, yeah. So we get over there, whatever. We play cornhole and and hang out at, by the fire, and and so before we left the before we left Joe and Nicole's. They go, well, if you need a place to sleep tonight. Actually, rewind. When we got out to the camper, at that time, I was supposed to go with our our pal Seth to his hotel room, which seemed very comfy. He goes, you can stay in the other bed because I have a room that has two beds and I'm only using one. Seems reasonable. Reasonable, right? And he goes, I can be your DD. I'll drive your truck to the hotel. And I'm like, oh my God. What a better, no better deal has ever been All of the stars just aligned. And then... He's like, how long do you plan on staying? And I said, at least until sunrise. And he said, oh, never mind, which seems reasonable 
but it wasn't. Uh, I needed that hotel room in hindsight. So then we get over to the, we, we get over to Joe Nicole's, and they say you can sleep on the floor of the camper. Good backup Sold. plan. Sold. Good backup. Hell of a backup plan, right? And so in my mind, I'm like, I got to bring my sleeping bag in, my pillow in, you know, set up a bed before I leave. Nope, didn't do that. Again, never have have I seen the inside of Joe and Nicole's camper, right? And there is like five humans and two dogs that are not quiet in that camper. Ever. And (laughs) so we go over to the party, whatever we hang out. And then I'm like, in my mind, you know, I just need to leave when Bobby leaves. Reasonable. Yeah. My backup plan, sleeping in my truck, as always. At about 11, Nicole calls Bobby and says, hey, someone needs to park where Brad's truck is. Can he come move it? Thompson is not a small facility. So for those that don't know, to preface this a little bit, if you've never been to Thompson Speedway, it, it's a cer- it's a half, mi- half mile, half mile, sure, we're going to call it half mile, uh, racetrack, high bank, little cool little racy joint. Um, but the, the facility itself, you pull in to like the main gate, and when you're pulling in, you're actually pulling on to a road course that is also like around the circle. So that is, hence the name Thompson Speedway Motorsports Park. We are Joe and Nicole's camper is legitimately right next to the entrance to the pits. Mr. Matt's dad and that whole crew are completely not near the entrance to the pits. So when I get that or when Bobby gets that phone call, tells me I need to move my truck, I'm like, well, fuck. And then Jeremy goes, hey, I'll take your keys. I'll go move your truck. Sounds good. Hell of a deal. He leaves with my keys about 11.30, 12. He was tuning the fuck up. They, they got him a, Yeah, they got him a birthday cake with shot like nips just all around it. And he took like four of them before we left. And he had already been pounding Twisted Teas. And I can't tell you anything I would want to do less than drink like five Twisted Teas and then four shots and then go back to Twisted Teas. Yucky. That is a lot. I would do a vomit immediately. So Jeremy goes with my keys to my truck. Never comes back with my keys to my truck. We're playing cornhole. And when I say that we, that might have, it might have been the drunkest game of cornhole to ever be played ever. Holly and I are on a team, Mr. Matt's dad, and yep, Holly Fuller. Someone else are on a team, and we could not hit the board at all. We are down. Anyone? No, I mean we. The game, <laughs> la- the duration of the game was at least two hours. Like, Oof. That, and that maybe that's exaggerated, but you know, don't let the facts get in the way of a good story. It lasted so fucking long that by the end, Stagger Steve, not to be confused with Flagger Steve, <laughs> comes and picks the boards up <laughs> because no one was getting to twenty-one. He just came and yeah, hey, so we're, we're yeah, in here. Yeah, yeah, they didn't. They were at twenty for like fifteen, twenty minutes, and eventually he's like, "I've seen enough." And just picked up the boys left. Well, in the middle of the game, Bobby's like, all right, I'm heading to bed. Bobby leaves. So then I'm like, everyone else is going to bed. And obviously me and John Swanson shut down the party. You know, it's just going to happen. I mean, so I'm walking. I would have too. No, I was there. Well, you weren't. So, and I walk down the road course back to the camper and keep in mind, there are like probably about 15 places. I would park a vehicle next to the camper around the camper anywhere near the fucking camper in the general vicinity i get to the camper i don't see my truck anywhere not on the walk to the camper not when i walked past the camper not when i went up the other side of the campers not underneath the camper (laughs) not on top wait a minute let's go we'll go back to the underneath the camper thing 
So I walk, I, you know, I get there and I'm right pissed. I'm like, God damn it. Like I was expecting it to just be parked next to the tree line next to the camper. Nope. No, no, no. Which was an option. It was. These were all options that seemed reasonable <laughs> in my head. Why, why you were so cunty with uh, Jeremy is starting to make a little bit more sense now. My truck was in the parking lot, like back almost. So again, when I say that we were right next to the entrance to the pits, we're probably like a hundred feet, maybe. Yep. 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 My truck was like over by the pits, but like way more, like farther over to the right where like, and all the stackers for the mods were had already parked. So I couldn't see it from the camper. Like you could see it. And during the day when everyone was moved and people were just walking by and stuff, you could see my truck. No idea where it was. So I walk back up the row of campers, back down the other side, do like a couple loops, did like a handstand. I'm like, where the fuck is my truck? Like, this doesn't make any sense. <laughs> so then eventually I like start walking back towards the where I where we were playing cornhole and shit. And I fucking look and I'm like, I think that's my truck like down there, like literally a half a mile from where I'm standing. Get there, locked. Fuck my life. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, I'll go back to the, the uh, I'll go back to the camper and I'll find my keys. Well, in my mind, when you take someone's keys, you put them right next to the door. And when I walk to the camper, I'm like, I would much rather. So I would rather freeze to death than inconvenience a group of people. Like that's kind of just I my. I feel like MO. it's mainly just anxiety to not cause a scene. Exactly. Yeah. I don't like causing scenes <laughs> unless I'm in traffic and with a select number of humans that I feel like can handle the scene that I'm, that I'm about to cause. Mm-hmm. So I walk over, stand outside the camper, like with my hands on my hips. For about 20 minutes, just staring at the door like, huh, how am I going to do this? <laughs> well, you know what? I'm not. Oh. So I lay down underneath their camper-ish. They had a folding table outside next to the door with food on it, right? So I'm like, that looks like a good blanket. <laughs> so I lay down underneath the folding table. No blanket, nothing. Just like a, just our thin... Like, we don't have this the typical BFP sweatshirts. Ours are a little more thin. Yeah. Not ours warm. Are, ours are much more form over function. Not <clears throat> warm. And so I lay down, and the only thing that I had with me was my backpack cooler. Well, I don't know if you've ever had a, uh, a cooler that um, isn't completely hard plastic. They leak. So I lay it down on its side, and I'm like, this is going to be my pillow. My ta- my your ice, Literally your ice a, water bag. A folding table is my blanket, and that is like three feet above me. So I was warm. Yep. And I fall asleep, and then I wake up 20, 30 minutes later in a puddle of cold water. Well, it was already <laughs> cold outside, and cold air versus cold water makes you more cold. So I was having a time. So I walk up, and I open the camper door. I reach in very quietly not to wake the dogs up to wake the rest of the campground up pull out a set of keys because i feel a dodge ram key i forgot that jeremy and joe bell both have dodge rams so i pulled joe bell's keys walked out of the camper closed the door wasn't my keys went back up the stairs put them on the thing looked back in the dogs woke up now and i'm way. like oh god and i shut the door Went outside and had myself a good pelt. <laughs> I walked back to my truck and I'm like, maybe he put them because I just needed to warm up. I could not sit down, uh, like because if I did, I was going to literally die. And I walked back to my truck and I opened up my gas cap. I'm like maybe they're just, may, you know, maybe he did a smart. Just put them somewhere where you know it makes, I guess, a little bit of sense. 
I was shit faced too, so like nothing really made much sense to right. me. I mean, I slept underneath a fucking folding table, <laughs> and uh, yeah, nope, they weren't there. And then I went back and I sat in a lawn chair in front of a fire that wasn't going from like three thirty four ish until literally quarter of eight. <laughs> I swear to God, <laughs> at about six. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to wake everyone up in the camper. And I opened the door. And again, I still couldn't find my keys. And I am like, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm just sitting there, teeth chattering, hands like on my elbows, just shaking. <laughs> like, I am having a horrendous time. <laughs> this is no I'm, longer fun. <laughs> I could not be having a worse time, actually, to be honest with you. <laughs> so then everyone else gets up at about the same time. They walk out. And, uh, I didn't move when Bobby walked out. Bobby's the first one. He puts his hand on my shoulder. He's like, time you go to bed, pal. Oh, wrong, I, wrong question to ask. I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> all right. And then Nicole walks out and Bobby's dad walks out. And I, and I knew that Bobby's dad was sleeping on the table, like right next to the floor. And I knew that he would be the first one that I woke up. And I knew he had shit to do the next day. And I'm yeah. like, fuck, I don't really don't want to wake him up. No. Like, like the one reason, well, other than that I didn't want to cause a scene, that I didn't want to go in there is because I didn't have a bed set up anyway. So I was just going to end up laying on the ground, which in hindsight was probably more warm. But when Bobby got out of the camper, Bobby's like, the outside air is actually warmer than the camper is right now. So that made me feel like I made a good decision by deciding to stay up and sit in a lawn chair for that long. But yeah, so then they all left and I'm like, you know, what? I'm going to get some sleep, right? The, the, all the beds are wide open. So you, they're you just grab the bed. Yep. They're like, just, just go in, lay down, fell asleep with all of my clothes on sweatshirt, flannel. The heat was on in the camper, jeans, socks. I never sleep with socks on. So you know that something was fucked up. So you're comfy. Yeah. And <laughs> I had legitimately four blankets on me. This is about eight o'clock. I fall asleep 15 minutes later are you fucking kidding me <laughs> all right oh, oh now it's time to cockle little yeah. motherfucker okay fell asleep again 20 minutes later huh we're gonna do that right all right and i'm like maybe maybe they'll calm down nope legitimately i, I set an alarm for 11 30 i'm like i'm gonna sleep from 8 to 11 30 because i got shit to do three hours of sleep full night sleep get into the garage area just hang out with some people whatever I did not sleep for continuously more than 20 minutes. Those dogs just kept barking. I'm like, what the fuck are you barking at? <laughs> there is literally nothing going on. And I even tried to call them onto the bed. They wouldn't. So I was rolling on like continu like uh, consecutive about two hours of sleep all Saturday. I think like the longest period of time that I was asleep was 30 minutes and it might have been outside. <laughs> so... So you're hallucinating at this point. I swear to God, <laughs> before right before Bobby came out, I was sitting at the fire that wasn't going, looking off into the distance, and I kept seeing black figures like walk by, and I'm like, "That's where's the racetrack?" Huh? Uh huh. <laughs> what did you say? Nothing. I didn't say a word. All right. Um. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. So I definitely had some sort of like pneumonia because when I woke up at like 1030 for the dogs barking this 25th time, yeah. my, I was like literally still freezing and I was fully dressed underneath four blankets with a heat on. My f I could not feel my feet. I still can't. I <laughs> don't know if they're, they're there. They're black. Actually. Haven't confirmed. Like, like they're necrotic. Yeah. Like they're, they're going to fall off. Probably. Yeah. Not what you want. No. No. 
So that was my Friday. I had a great time. Literally, I've never <laughs> been more miserable in my life. So and, and did you at least like get a hot shower or something next morning? Like get your blood flowing again? Or what did you I do? I wasn't aware that their camper had enough water for a shower. So no, I took a Poland spring bath in the parking lot. Another so. cold water event. No, well, I was I was warmed up by then. Boof. That I did have awful. flashbacks in the night before when the water hit my head, but yeah. it's fine. <laughs> it just is what it is. Did you try to stab like some some guy in the parking lot because you had a flashback or? I uh, can't remember. No, no well, I might have. Yeah. Uh, oh, what? <laughs> yep. No, I. Well, no, I definitely didn't. Never mind. You, sh- you sure? Yeah. Uh, I will say one thing though that um shout out to uh, Brandon Wilkinson. He got me uh Wendy's in the middle Oof, of that's clutch. The, in the middle of like my cornhole tournament or whatever. Gave me like a, a six piece spiced chicken nugget. Um you like a spicy nug. Uh, always. Especially from Wendy's. But uh one thing that he might may or may not have fucked up on was he messaged my mother on Snapchat and said, "I'm with your son. He's okay." That was about 1:30. And I could not have been more not okay at about 3.30. So, he might be in trouble. <laughs> Thinking he's probably in trouble. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, no, I, that was that was my Friday night. It was very eventful. I, I honestly, like, I've never been, I've, hmm, I don't know how to word this. I don't know if I've ever been closer to death. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, legitimately, I was sitting there like, this is going to be my last night, which sucks. So, because, this is like, how it goes. This is Friday night of... <clears throat> the world series there's still two more days to do this like fuck. and people listening to this like there there are some people that i've noticed that they, they they talk about the show and they're like yo this is the life like, like i've wanted to go like and have like you guys go do all this cool shit well there are shitty caveats to that such as the night that you had on a on friday yeah i did it to myself <laughs> i would i would but, per but there's se. always that possibility yeah well, always well, always that's the always thing, is it, so that night uh Actually, to, to just to actually add more insult to the story, so Rusty, before we left the, the fire, goes, well, if you get to the camper and you don't have a bed, let me know. Just shoot me a text, give me a call, whatever. By the time I found my truck and I saw it was locked and I pulled my phone out to call Rusty, my phone was dead. Boof. So. Kicking the dick. I think I've exhausted all of my options at this point. So <laughs> that's when I had a good pout and just like laid on the ground eventually. Did you have a good cry? Not quite, because if I did, my, they probably would have froze to my Oof, face. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, you can't really have that. But uh-huh. I definitely was sulking like a motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. I didn't, uh, I didn't, I did no so, seize that. So night. Russell also. Actually, I was cunty. Yeah, I was definitely you were cunty. cunty. You, were, oh. you, you got to cunty. The, I, you got to I cunty. went from cheerful. I, maybe that's a, a, another C. Yeah. I was, I was very, ha- I was having a good time. And then I could not have been more cunty. <laughs> oh, man. It was brutal. Brutal, brutal. But that was my Friday, yeah. It sounded like Russell had himself a good Friday night, too. So he, it sounded like, was in a similar situation to you, where from what I gather and from the Snapchat that I got at, uh, oh, God, 30 in the morning before I woke up. So Wayno and Angela, Rusty's parents, they got prime VIP high bougie area, high rent district parking for the RV. On the back stretch. People that don't typically stay out partying until 3.30 in the morning. No. God, no. <laughs> they, they, they always, 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 no matter what racetrack it is, they park as far away from the party area as possible because they like to party. Don't, don't get them wrong. They like to have a beer or two with the kids. But when they're done, they go home. Yeah. Like, for the, wherever their home is for the weekend, they go home. Smart. 
Smart folks. Very, very smart. Smart folks. But when you do that, Veterans especially the in the case of Thompson Speedway, the backstretch is like a nine-mile walk from the parking lot and where everybody's partying at. So Russell had himself a time where he's having a, you know, partying in the parking lot and all this, decides he wants to go to bed. So he now has to navigate his way back into the pit area to then walk all the way around the racetrack to get to the camper. Well, again, those that don't know or haven't been, once the gates are closed to a racetrack for the night, you, it's it's like getting back into a prison. Like they, there's usually barbed wire on the top of the fences. Like don't fucking get in here. Like you're not allowed. And there's a reason for that. A tip specifically for three day weekend events such as this, because you have millions and millions and millions of dollars worth of shit in that pit area that you don't need some drunken asshole going through there and fucking shit up. So I, I respect the the security portion of it. But now Russell finds himself in a predicament where he needs to get back into the racetrack and get to the camper. So he he's figuring out how to one scale the fence with barbed wire pointing back towards him. I guess he managed it, got around up over the barbed wire, ripped his sweatshirt, fell down off the fence, and then walked all the way back to the camper. So good for Russell that he sounds like he also had a spectacular Friday night, just like you did. I would trade and that. And he was also completely shithoused, according to the Snapchat that I got. I would trade that night for my night, any night. They, they both seem kind of shitty. Miserable. <laughs> I can't tell you how miserable I was. The definition of miserable. Because we were sitting there at the fire or like at the cornhole game before everyone left. And there were like numerous people like, oh, you'll you'll be fine. You'll, you'll have a place to stay. Right. And I'm like, yeah, you know, it's reassuring. Everyone's like, yeah, you'll, you you know, you can stay here. You can no. stay there. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah. Nope. Like I didn't have a place to stay. I'm a lot like you in the, in the sense of like, I don't want to cause a scene when there's yeah. already like dead people at 3 a.m. Yeah. So I, I, I took the jaunt down there on saturday after work and i had literally no plan like i had my clothes that makes two of us and i had no plan in terms of like where i'm gonna sleep where i'm gonna take my morning shower because that's a necessity for me i'm i'm a little more fucking cunty than you are when it comes to that um i don't care where i sleep i just need the shower so i, I was like worst case scenario you know i'll sleep in the backseat of the, the rental truck it'll be fine i'm sure i can uh, ask joe and nicole for a shower in the morning it'd be fine whatever so I get down there, and Saturday, uh, all sorts of racing happened. Uh, congrats to friend of the program, former permanent guest, former new addition, whenever he wants to, I guess, Bobby Timmons. He brought both the small block and the big block super modified down to Thompson. He ends up going down and absolutely dick stomping everyone in the small block 350 super race um and takes home the hardware there never been to or never had laps around thompson i guess i should say uh goes out there and wins his first time out so that was cool that was awesome they had a field of 35 strong well and he drove around them all easy, on the outside it was unbelievable easy. it was a hell of a performance <clears throat> seven and four Don't finished but the fact i'm just you didn't we, have to I'm, do that i'm congratulating i was congratulating i don't know why you're even yelling more. i no you okay so <sighs> good on bobby Good on Bobby. Brought the trophy home. Brought back $2,000. Basically paid for the weekend, so good on him. Uh, goes out there in the big block race and had some fuel issues again on Sunday. Uh, anyway, we had ourselves a time. You know, all sorts of modifieds all over the place. I think we had some shit boxes racing on Saturday night, uh, which I, apparently that's a derogatory term. Have you have you noticed that? <laughs> <laughs> we call these things shit boxes, which 
they are. <laughs> the thing <laughs> that is, they is that don't I don't like that. I I never referred to them as shit boxes until I hung out with a lot of people that drive them and they all call them shit boxes. Right. But apparently get some people at? get upset We got yelled at cuz they're like the best show on the planet or something. Yeah. They put on as good of a show <clears throat> if not better than the expensive cars that we get erections for. I don't know about you, but I've never been stiff. Well, that's for a just simply not true. Race. Like, I love a mini stock. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> like, I, there's there's always a hundred of them, and you know who loves a, a mini stock? Tim Tom. The funniest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. I'm literally sitting at work on Friday, and all week I've I've had conversations with like a couple people just just shooting the shit where like somehow like getting stiff. Or like puddling, like I puddle when a super late model hits the chip, yep. <laughs> and just yep. of, and just out of nowhere, like I, it, none of these conversations with Reagan, Reagan Perrin here. He sends me a video of the mini stocks practicing, and he says nothing makes me wettier, wettier. Jesus Christ, <laughs> wettier, <laughs> wettier. Nothing makes me wetter. Nothing than makes a mini me wettier than a mini stock bouncing <laughs> off the chip. I Episode eighty-five. It was so fucking funny. <laughs> I was literally sitting at work, and I had just been tagged, and or like I, at some point, no, uh, Black Ham sent me something, and <laughs> it just said nothing makes me wetter than a mini stock hitting the chip. <laughs> And it was a video of one of them going down the backstretch. And I literally had to put my mask on at work for the first time all day. Like, not Sarah to the Rona. I just don't want everyone to know that I am literally cackling right now. Uh, yeah, that was, that was unbelievable. I was, that was Friday at some point. But, yeah, did we just talk about all Saturday? I don't know what happened. I, I, I guess there. racing happened. Oh, oh wait, wait. Did the little kid? That was, was Sunday, that? right? The little kids tried to kill each other? Was it? I think so. Uh, yeah, it was Sunday morning. Yeah. So we'll revert back to that. But right. Saturday, the racing happened. Good for Bobby. Uh, again, someone that we we both grew up with, grew up racing with him. Cool to see him actually kind of living out that super modified dream of his and actually being successful at it. Um, won at Star, you know, earlier this year. You know, wins at Thompson. So they got something figured out there. Good on BT two. Good on BT three. Um, and then more importantly. The partying happened Saturday. Well, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. And then we uh, commenced to partying. I, I promised Bobby that if he if he did something cool, I I am a big advocate in terms of seltzers are fucking gross. Uh, Bobby, on the other hand, loves himself a mango white claw. Fine. It's whatever. You do you, boo. I promised him, though, that if he did something cool, I'd have a mango white claw with him. So he comes back in his fire suit. He won the race. Good for him. I was like, hey, I'll take one. <laughs> so gross but i had it finished it that was the beginning to the night where we then found ourselves back on the front stretch in the party zone and we started off at the swanson area uh and you were playing cornhole and we were talking to our all our connecticut friends yeah apparently reagan and i are pretty all right at cornhole and uh, i'm very hit or miss very very hit or miss i might have accidentally um, traded holly Oof. she might be does she know that but she well, she did that night for sure so who owns the rights to her contract now? Justin. F- for cornhole? Or her cornhole? Listen. Those are, those are two different things. Yes. <laughs> oh, all right. So they're cornhole partners? Jesus Christ. What? Well, he, when I walked up, they were already- He has nothing to do with this. They were already- Yeah, he does. We, we just said his name. Je- Jesus Christ has something to do with it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just said that his name. That can't be right. That can't be right. What'd you say? I'm waiting for you to keep talking. About what? Whatever you were playing we were cornhole. Anyway, you guys were playing cornhole. I went to go see Carl. All I said was I tra- may or may not have traded someone. And which then I, I asked might have who has about her contract on the- 
That's all I asked. You're flustered. And then I said, <laughs> no, it's I'm sunburned. It's different. <laughs> Who'd you I trade said, her for? Reagan. Reagan. Okay. I need you to pay attention. I can't pay attention. Okay. Well, so then we end up at a bachelorette party. Well, I was going to say, <laughs> we all eventually ended up at a bachelor slash bachelorette party where they're... Again, part of the the parking lot here is a road course. I almost got yelled at this weekend for something that you said last weekend. What did I do? I'll let you know after the show. What? Interesting. By who? <laughs> I'm so confused now. I need you to continue. I've along also with gotten what you're yelled saying. at by shit that you say too, so I don't even want to. Yeah, hear and it. then you tried to fist fight the guy. That- and now we're bad for local short track racing. What? <sighs> did, did he not deserve to get fist fought? what i thought all right so anyway we end up in a bachelor bachelorette party where again part of the 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 uh, parking lot there there's a road course that just intertwines with all of it and you just it's a free-for-all for parking so down in one of like the the loops there by the bridge the crossover bridge there were three campers set up in a horseshoe or like probably five campers set up in a horseshoe terrific placement fantastic couldn't have been a better location 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 Location. The real estate over there must be pretty high. Talk, talk about high rent district. That was right on the racetrack. That was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, anyway, they had they had lights going. They had banners going. Mister and Misses. It was great. It was a time. There was an inflatable penis. <clears throat> there was all sorts of things. So uh, I called Rusty because I I had gone to talk to Carl for a minute. I was hanging out with him for probably forty five minutes or so. I had lost all my friends. So I call Rusty. He's like, just go to where your truck is parked and you'll hear it. I was like. Oh, all right. <laughs> so I did that. Then you heard T Pain in the background. I was with like, that's uh, the right place. I was yeah. with uh, uh, Sean Foster with uh, Simon Sack, and we we ended up walking down there. I was like, this looks like, even if my friends aren't here, this looks like a good fucking time. Oh my god, it was. And there was fucking music going and drinks flying, and everybody I knew was down there. I was like, this is gonna be a time. So there was some aggressive dancing going. I on. think you and I broke into karaoke a couple times. See, you this were doing is the raps. This, <clears throat> I found out that this happened Sunday morning <laughs> by said John Swanson. Swan Johnson. He said, and he was played. rapping last night, and yeah. I was like, who? And I like looked, turned around, like, who was? So you were. And you knew all the words. I'm like, oh, I was? And then I stopped and like literally all day yesterday, I'm thinking like, I I rapped? No, you did. Yeah. And then I'm like, there's no way that I, like, what song would I have rapped? And I'm like, the only one that comes to mind is Dreams and Nightmares by Meek Mill. And I don't remember that song ever playing. And then I asked Reagan, I'm like, did I rap last night? And he's like, yeah, you rap Dreams and Nightmares by Meek Mill. <laughs> like, oh, good to know. <laughs> I had no fucking idea that that Nailed happened. Nailed it. Uh, yeah. I, so... For those of, maybe this doesn't make sense for everyone. Well, I don't know. I, I just I'm not obviously I'm I'm not a dancer. I'm I'm an aggressive shade of white. But uh, I also don't really typically enjoy social situations. But I was thriving that night like that. Uh, that was that, like probably is, the most fun night I've ever had at a racetrack. That is my ultimate scene. Like. And I've thought about this, like, for you and I, too. When we invest in a camper, the VFP Bang Bus, we're going to have a stage. We're going to have music going. We're going to be that scene, but we're going to cause the scene. Uh, so we're going to have to talk about that later. But, okay. Uh, 
I'm, I'm going to need some anxiety medication. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. Uh, uh, but yeah, though, that's like, that's my no, I, no, ultimate, I'm actually, like, I'm actually all in because thriving like, situation, especially at a racetrack with all of my friends, Oh my dancing, God, yeah. music, uh, pit lizards bouncing off, like all, it, it was fantastic. Off the chip. I, oh, oh my God. <laughs> Nothing gets me more right like this than pit lizards bouncing off the chip. Fantastic. <sighs> At one point, me and my good friend Joey, whom I met two weeks ago at Lee, uh, we go way back. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I, <laughs> I think that. that we sat down on the pavement and we're just admiring the talent. And Connecticut I, I, has good. I was sitting there. Talent. I was sitting there like, I cannot believe that this is free. Oh yeah, like there should have been a cover charge. Like should have been throwing dollar <laughs> bills or something. Like, wait, what you said? Well, you can't throw nickels. I mean, he could, but I was don't, a change they shortage. don't like that. They don't. Oh, yeah. What did you Wait, what? There's yeah. a change shortage. <laughs> yeah. If you've been paying attention, you can't use cash anymore. I if did. they had a card swiper, they should probably contact Evan Orvath for a free second opinion on their current uh, service merchant their, provider or merchant service provider. Just get a card swiper. Tandem, tandem pay. Square. Just get a square. No, just get a square. Solero Commerce. Sorry. You get it. Do you realize how much <laughs> money said human could make if they had a card swiper? Oh, my God. <laughs> From Solero Commerce? This, so. Like if you just if you contact Evan Orvath and you put a card swiper somewhere on, listen what <laughs> you need to settle down. I pal. said I said somewhere <laughs> like they your plug phone into your yeah or your laptop. What were your you phone. thinking? They plug into you your dirty phone. You fuck. didn't keep talking and you just continue <laughs> to not keep talking and it's what? like you you pause and Jesus what? Christ! You, you just you put a card swiper somewhere <sighs> like your phone. Yeah. See? <laughs> All right. What? So th- th- what? Let's just so we can't. And we, Evan we can don't, help you. We with don't that. name names. That's never what we've done on this this podcast. This this person could only be described as an eleven out of ten. S- yeah. Yep. I was gonna say seventeen out of ten. Well, but, uh, you, low ball. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh no. Um. So anyway, this th- th- this person anyway could be th- is. Okay, so I have staggeringly low self-confidence, if you oh. haven't gathered. <laughs> wait up, wait up. <clears throat> yep. Sorry. Um, but I've never been more confident when I say that this person could be described as someone else's future wife. Oh, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Not us. No. God, no. <laughs> no. And, and in fact, we'll go so far as to say that after Stafford, a couple weeks back, we got in the car Sunday to go to Hudson. <laughs> Very hungover drive to Hudson. We didn't speak a word from the ho- no. hotel till like halfway up the highway. And then I just stopped and I was like twiddling my thumbs like, you there yet? No? All right. Uh, have you ever met someone <laughs> so perfect that you feel like maybe you shouldn't even be allowed to talk to them? Yeah. And Charlie's like, oh god yeah <laughs> i was like same person he's like yeah so so this particular human i'm looking at her and we're the, so when uh uh if you know you know dance music comes on i turn into the biggest basic white bitch ever that makes one of us ever like i will cause a scene like i will push people out of the way i will bounce my ass off the ground it's a whole thing. When she did it, it was significantly better. Well, that's what I'm getting at. So oh, okay. she's like she's like doing moves or whatever, and I'm like, all right, bitch, stop. So I was like, 
look, watch this. And I literally went down, bounced my ass off the ground, got as low as you can go. It was I didn't say it was awful. good. I didn't say it was okay. good. Okay. And, then, <laughs> All right. and then I get back up and she's like, I can do better than that. I was like, well, fucking prove it. So I then get pushed out of the way. And the left leg, while whilst still vertical, gets put up over her head. And she drops down in a full split and bounces her ass off the ground. I was like, that was actually way cooler. Like, could not have been cooler. I'm having flashbacks now, but these... <laughs> the table's about these to are... flip over. <laughs> like, it's kind of wild. They're better flashbacks than Friday night. I'll tell you that for free. So, again... Much warmer. I'm scene. white. Very, very Irish. I the do whitest. not dance. Whatsoever. I dance, just not well. Two times, at least that night, said human pulled me out onto the dance floor... And when I say that she could take my hand and pull me literally anywhere, did you come? She want <laughs> wait for it. <laughs> no, no. Um, I was thinking about it though. My beer has when, rust on it. Yeah, you'll have that. Yeah, it's Miller Lite, so it's gross. Anyways, um, she pulled me out on the dance floor, and again, like I do not dance. And and so we had actually talked about said human when we first showed up, me, you, and uh, our pals Amy and Taylor. And it goes, I'll go so far as to tell y'all that Taylor was like, God, she's really pretty. And Amy's like, holy shit. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, Yeah, exactly. We were not kidding. No. Like, you know, we joke around about a lot of things. That is something I will not joke about. No, no. Like if she could take my hand and be like, we're going to go jump into a wood chipper <laughs> <All right. laughs> like, well uh, i guess this is how it ends yeah <laughs> that was fun yeah uh but no so like i again i don't end up on dance floors often but apparently i do whenever i'm pulled out there by um someone else's future wife and uh yeah i don't remember much else that happened after that i remember me and joey sitting on the ground and then allegedly i rapped which I still don't believe happened, but I'm afraid that I have been told that there's a video out there somewhere, which, um, you know, now that we're media personalities, I don't think should ever be released. I'll have to talk to my lawyers about that. Um, but, yeah, was that the end of, like, the party itself? Well, there was a lot of inflatable dicks getting kicked. Well, there was one, but it was getting kicked around and getting, like, there was a video on my story of Bobby <laughs> getting smacked in the mouth by it. I the, kicked the it The one, one thing point. that was the funniest thing of the night, Daniel Eugene is hanging out with us, right? <laughs> Uh, this was hilarious. God bless this kid. He takes phenomenal pictures. He actually crushed the Canadian national anthem on 30 seconds notice without even knowing what the lyrics were to the song. So good on him. Crushed the na- the American national anthem after that. Next time you need someone to sing the Canadian national anthem, just hit us up. Canada. All right, anyway, uh, and then uh, so they're, they're, whilst bacheloretting and bachelorring, there was an inflatable penis. <laughs> and I don't know what possessed Daniel to do this, but he absolutely Adam Venetary this fucking thing into uh, uh, whose lady friend was that? that? Keith Rocco. Keith Rocco's wife? Yes. Wife. Had a drink in her hand <laughs> and absolutely gets blasted by an inflatable penis. 
and crushes the drink in her hand <laughs> and it goes fucking all over her and i have never seen a bigger more guido fucking juiced up person in my life talking to her whilst this happened and i thought daniel was gonna get his ass beat for sure i think that i actually did that at one point too but again i don't remember much of that night it, the the penis got I thrown around it at quite one point a and i'm pretty sure it hit her while she was standing on top of a kitty table that's all right. Didn't the kitty table get crushed by a golf cart by Keith Rocco? <laughs> Could have been. I'm pretty sure that happened. I was probably not alive for that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, then, you know, the, we basically ended up, well, I thought that we shut the party down, but we had, like, a group of probably 30 because they were all going to they were all going to bed or whatever. It was, like, 4.30, 5 o'clock in the morning. And so we ended up going to try to, like, about to leave the party. And there was a group of at least – 10 of us me someone else's future wife and Reagan, this is wild because you, you left before rusty and i did. rusty yeah the, i'm pretty sure daniel was part of that group like brandon wilkson maybe i don't know he maybe he went to bed but there was like it was me i don't remember much rusty and part. uh simon sack oh and yeah. um funniest bass i've ever met remember the other kid's name but there's four of us there and we would literally shut the little area down like, we were the last four out of there, and you guys had taken off, and I didn't know what you were doing. Well, no, so... And I knew that you had had a miserable night the night before, so the deal was Nicole was going to set up a uh, an inflatable mattress for us to go cuddle on on their floor. Yeah. And I was like, that sounds cool, but I, I know Brad had a pretty miserable fucking night last night, and he... Like, you, I could tell by the end of sat or Saturday, you needed sleep. Oh, my fucking God. So- <laughs> I've never tried to go... Like, I... 30 minutes of sleep 30 minutes of sleep tried to i literally shut down the party like when you guys left the party so again we're leaving this set area horseshoe of of fucking you know, campers or whatever and there's like 10 of us right and so we all start walking towards the like exit walking up the road course and then i turn around and it's just me and someone else's future wife walking up the road course and i'm like am i getting punked but like this is a pretty solid punked episode <laughs> <laughs> weird so we're walking up and i'm like i don't looking back like i don't know where my friends just went that's weird because i knew that you were going to be coming back to the camp i thought you were coming I back always to camp come. at least so then we i just basically you know i don't know we talked about fucking race cars and stuff walked all the way up to someone's truck and we were all standing around and me and uh some some pal that i met actually at some point during saturday i believe fence line films follow him on instagram and youtube and twitter ttmg modified guy and Tom, the modified guy on Instagram, and his cell phone number. No, just kidding. Uh, I'm not gonna not gonna throw that out there. But yeah, he. So I'm walking past, like I think SK Lights or something, and all of a sudden this kid just walks out and he hands me a business card, and he was like, "You know what, you guys really should do. You should just go to Stafford." Oh, that was that. Kid? Yeah, let me see that. You should go to Stafford next year, like every week. And I've never heard a better decision, or like a better th- thought. Fence line but that would films. Be a, almost a terrible decision because it's like four hours. It'd be a six-hour trip, like three and three back, like each Friday. That seems aggressive. No, it is what it is. But I, I'm all in. Like, but I mean, you're, I, I know you. You, you, you have to like we, yank your arm to go to fucking Walmart or whatever. What? Yeah, every. I, I've gone. Do you know how many times this I go year that I've been like, let's go do Hudson, I, do and I, you're like, oh, I don't really want to go. Do I not go? We get it for free. <laughs> did do did I not go a couple times? What? When I was already with you, yeah. 
Yeah, because you don't have a choice. Well, then what's the problem? I drove. <sighs> what was the issue? I could have just not said no and just not driven there. It's fine. So, like, I had all the power to just, just not go, and right. now you're yelling at me that I had, didn't want to go. Where's that doesn't to, even make sense. Just to end, just that to could end, not make any less sense. Just to end my uh, Saturday, um, we, after we were loitering, and I was, I had no idea that you actually had left with Russell. So, like, we're standing around someone's truck, and I'm standing with Fence Line Films. Is that what it is? Fence and, Line Films. And he... Tom, the modified guy. me and, like, four other people that I don't know and someone else's future wife are all standing around someone's truck. Night is over, and I'm like, all right, I should probably call, figure out where you are. And you're like, oh, I'm gonna stay at rusty's tonight i'm like oh neat so i okay like at least i get the whole bed to myself like i was i was kind of well that's just happy that's that two why of us were gonna cause that's why scene. i had made that decision because yeah. rusty and i again you always have that one cuddle buddy no matter where you go it doesn't matter rusty and i always seem to be that that pairing there uh and i knew that you had had a miserable night the night before and i had seen you oh, before had we had dispersed night. from the the bachelorette my party. eyes were falling out of my skull so i was like bradley needs a good night's sleep so I, Russell and I are like, let's go back home. Now, again, we're on the front stretch. We need to go to the back stretch, and we also have to figure out how to get the fuck back through the pits to get to the camper. So we're walking. We're walking. I have all of these cartoons running through my head of like, all right, so we're going to dig a tunnel underneath the, the fence here, and we're going to go like wrap something around a tree. We're going to have a catapult of some sort. It's going to be a whole deal. Well, we somehow someone left the gate just wide open at thompson and we're like perfect that is substantially easier than everything i had in mind and simon sack is with us and he's just following us he's like where are you guys going we're like we're going to the camper he's like okay and he didn't re- realize that we were in the high rent district on the back stretch he's like holy fuck this could not be farther away from where i'm going and it's 5 30 in the morning and we're on the back stretch of the the fence there and the back stretch at thompson it's literally fence like a foot of grass racetrack and it, it, it's right it's right there and um so it's like 5 30 in the morning like i'm i need to go to sleep and simon's like okay yeah cool i gotta go figure out where i'm gonna go sleep now i'm like the sun is like coming up at this point i'm like you should yikes all right pal uh and then i i, I assume you just died on the, well no the floor. so <clears throat> so like i said we were all leaving it was like 4 30 i'm like all right that's a pretty good pretty good run pretty good run and uh, I knew that I would shut down the party. I, we, we, we don't not shut down the party. Oh, so, my God. So no. we, Apparently, we, I was up later than you. I didn't even realize no, that. You, no, I was... No, I was, do you want to fight about it? No, I, uh, it, no, not, I, a, not a dick, big dick. No, I'm just, anything, I'm just saying like, that when we went... smaller, When sure, we were in... <laughs> this is a competition I actually might win. Uh, no, so when you, we left... You want to bet? I, I guarantee I have a smaller dick than you. I, I, would, I have a really hard time believing Your heart? Oh, Usually. Wait. Depends what? on who I'm with. What about right now? Half. Did we just make out? So, <laughs> no, so we're leaving in the group, and, and I'm like, all right, I'm going to go to bed, right? And then we walk up the road course to another group, and then we're hanging out, loitering, just still drinking, which is exactly what I should have been doing. And again, like, I, like I, you said, my eyes I had were, no less than 40 million beers. My, my eyes were literally falling out of my skull, yeah. and... Then, you know, that group ends up being like, oh, we're going to go to bed. And I'm like, bed? <laughs> Pussies. <laughs> Losers. <laughs> and, uh, no, I I was all in on bed, but me and... Um, me and... <laughs> someone someone else's future ex-wife. Me and... <laughs> ex? Yeah. Have some fucking hope, all right? Jeez, for the other guy? Yeah. Oh, uh, we shouldn't have hope what? for the other guy. No. Pay um, attention. So... I need you to pay attention. 
Ah, uh, what was I gonna say? Oh no, when me and someone's future ex-wife or future, <laughs> <laughs> we were the last ones there. So then she's like, "Oh, is your camper back this way?" And points like turds toward turn turds. four. <laughs> <laughs> points turds toward towards sure, turds. That too, yeah. She points towards turds, <laughs> turn four, and I'm like, "Fuck yeah, my camper's that way." <laughs> and so we just start walking down the road course, and we just kept walking, walking, walking. And like you said, when you last saw me, I was not in any. Oh, I no. should have been asleep. I was like, "You should have." Been I should have been asleep twenty four hours ago, like where we were. <laughs> so we're walking down the road course, and we're having a full on conversation, which I remember zero of. And then we get to the camper, and we're standing outside our camper, and we keep talking. And I'm legitimately like, I could, I've, again. I've never met a human where I probably shouldn't be even be allowed to talk to like, like the most perfect human that's ever humaned. And so I'm standing there like, so the opposite of us. Yeah, exactly <laughs> what I'm trying to get at. So I'm standing there like, I am so into this conversation, but at the same time, I'm like dozing off. I'm like, yeah, my camper's over here. Oh shit. I still <laughs> yeah, have a mile so walk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so we're having like a whole conversation and like 10, 15 minutes later, whatever, she goes into the camper and I'm like, all right, time to go to bed. And then I started my descent with her or whatever. Someone else's future wife for sure. <laughs> and so I walk all the way back to my camper. Which I don't know. I don't remember any of that walk. So that's good to know. Um, but I, I landed there and, uh-huh. you know, that's that's really all that matters. I got like four or five hours of sleep, full night. And uh, yeah, I walked into the racetrack and just uh, I had to continue going. So I actually saw her after the race. Same same one and she's like i was so drunk when i woke up i had to keep drinking and i'm like oh my god (laughs) i woke up and i've never felt better and i'm like this isn't good (laughs) no joke same experience with me i didn't go to bed until 5 30 i think i woke up at like 7 30 maybe and russell is dead next to me and uh i'm like you know i actually feel pretty pretty fantastic right now and i stand up and that's when i was like oh my god i don't have legs (laughs) <laughs> and I, I, in that moment, I had realized I was still drunk and hadn't slept through any of my hangover. Now, I don't know if you've ever been so drunk to the point where, like, you almost become sober in your mind, but your body body just, like, can't do things. Well, that was me sure. Sunday morning. And I'm, like, sober as a, a whistle or clean, the clean, squeaky as a stop, judge. Stop, stop making it even worse. And, and uh, you know, you get it. And uh, I'm like, I, I need a beer now. Well, apparently, when you do the shenanigans that we just discussed, all the beer is gone the next morning. Oh, my fucking God. I went to the party. I could not have paid someone for a beer simply because it just did not exist anymore. I put, quite literally, 30-plus beers in my backpack and had more stuff than my sweatshirt, my jacket. Like, I just, I had them literally everywhere. I had as many beers as you could fit. I had a couple in my hand on the walk, and I woke up the next morning still drunk looking for a beer. I had one PBR left, Oof. and I opened my backpack, and I'm like, you know what? Where did that come from? I'm rather, I'd rather be hungover. Oof. Yeah. Where'd the PBR come I from? I have no fucking idea. All I know is that Reagan Parent, that son of a bitch, Oof. I think passed out all of my beers. Good for him. I respect that. I don't, I, you know what? I don't. (laughs) It is what it is. Well, um, yeah, no, I, I could not have paid a thousand dollars for a beer because like I, I was, I was willing to bet 
like anything for it if like there I, was I, one I, present. I just because I, I knew that I I didn't want to have the hangover in the middle of the race. I had a, I had a couple that were that were warm, and I'm like I can't even do that. And so Joe Joe Bell was like, yeah, I I have a couple seltzers that are cold. I'm like, you know Boom. what? Fucking sold. Pounded like four of those before I went into the racetrack, and then had like three or four more when I got in there. It was wonderful, <sighs> wonderful. I was thriving and surviving. Unlike the first night, I you know was what the wild part is, is that I, f- I feel like people don't realize is that like we do this on the weekends, and then like we are actually pretty good schoolgirls. Like during the week, yeah. Like I don't like I don't know what the average is to like actually become an alcoholic. Oh, I'm definitely below average in all aspects. <clears throat> What'd you say? <laughs> do you need a therapist? Yeah, <laughs> I needed one a long time ago too. Oh my god, going through the fucking comments on our reviews. <laughs> I think the nudes would probably help. Oh my god, nudes helps anyone really. Is uh, more specifically you and I for sure. Yeah, yeah, we love nudes. Do you want to read what that comment was or whatever? Uh, because... I think one of them said, "I this just makes me want to send Charlie nudes." And then the response to that, or the next review said, "This also makes me want to send nudes." And Brad's uh, Brad, heard, my therapist. I, it makes me want to send Charlie nudes. And then the next one was, "I want to also want to send Charlie nudes." And Brad, my therapist's number. I mean, I'll take both, gladly. You want the therapist nudes? No, I'm confused. Well, it depends on who it was. Actually, <laughs> I think like, about does it. that help? Like, what if it was a guy? Do you still not my cup of tea? If it's yours, it is whatever. Mm-hmm. I just nope. don't want to have sex with you. That's it is what it is. No, I'm just probably was. We don't have many female listeners. Probably have like <laughs> we probably eight. have negative three female there's, listeners. There's at at most eight. <laughs> like negative yeah. eight. You know what's actually funny is last night or last night, Jesus Christ, last week. <laughs> last week I was schmammered on the show. I was not going to listen back to it. Those are those are the shows that I'm like, you know what? That's out in the airwaves, and whatever was said is not going to be reheard by me. So yeah, basically, just never happened. And uh, I, yep, uh, I was told that I dropped my Snapchat a handful of times, and I was told that because I was added on Snapchat by about eight dudes at some point this week that's at bsauce 96 right yeah on all things social media and i i don't think i was added by a woman so that means that maybe they just didn't hear me sing last week so yours is maybe the guys thought that i was singing really well c sanborn i i i so not looking for (laughs) what no no you had add adam tomorrow one shot tomorrow one opportunity Listen, <laughs> we're not rapping. I don't rap. To seize everything you ever want. I don't rap. No, I just, I retire. One moment. I Would you capture it? <laughs> <laughs> or just let it slip? Should we, can, we should probably, like, we should have. At sweaty. At He's the, weak. Arms are heavy. There's vomit on a sweater already. Mom's spaghetti. No one was impressed by that. He's nervous. But on the surface, he looks calm and ready. Are you done? Hot and ready like a Little Caesar's pizza. <laughs> Hot and Gross. <laughs> Yeah. Drop the hot. Just ready. Woof. <laughs> <laughs> that was a joke. Uh, why do but people also listen to us? <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand. I really don't think I they don't do. That's, that's the I thing, really don't get it. That's the thing that really just is the most confusing of anything. Like, just walking through the parry and, like, people know exactly who I am. But I could not tell you who the fuck they are. And actually, it goes as far back as to said female that we've discussed a handful of times is that i was introduced to her at thompson the first time i went to thompson and i was actually that night 
just as tired as I was that past Saturday because I got out of work at 5 a.m., got in the car, went to Thompson, never once slept even for a little bit. And our son introduced... Black Camp? Yeah, introduced me to... He's grounded, by the way. Said, why? I think he's ungrounded. He's failing social studies. Uh, Is he really? You just literally have to show up to social social studies to not fail. That's why it was my favorite class. I always got A's in that. You know, I, mean, I actually, you know, for someone as fucking stupid as I am, I had a really good GPA and good grades in school. High school or? Yes. Oh, yeah, no. All of that. No, can't relate. My grandfather once I, told me that he so, would pay me $100 if I made the dean's list or honor roll or whatever in fucking high school, and I never once did oh, make so the a, honor roll. it was a business decision. It was you. a business decision. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See, for me. By hookers and blow. <clears throat> for me, my parents' form of style, or my parents' style, or wow, my parents' style of parenting was basically don't die and just be home before dark like that those were my guidelines i was like oh i can probably manage that and uh from there uh the school had then told me especially in middle school you just need to pass english and math so i passed english and math with an 11 in health to get to high school and from there they told me that passing was a 70 so I I seventy one the fuck out of my classes for sure, no. and uh, then I got to college and made the president's list and everybody's like, oh you're not retard like stupid. I was like, no, I just I could not have given any less of a fuck in high school for sure. Hmm. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Um, anything else happen on Saturday? I think that's it. I think we covered it. Sunday yeah. happened. Oh. Wait, we're, we haven't even talked about Sunday yet. No, we haven't even talked about. Oh, Sunday good yet. to know. It's, it was a it was a fucking. I'm so weekend. so sorry. And I sorry. have dinner plans in 28 minutes. I'm so. so sorry for the people that are listening to this show. I feel like this is such. This has been such a long show, and <laughs> it's been like it's 40 just it's minutes. been one long story. <laughs> that's that's the that's what our weekends are. Uh, yeah, my life's a movie. <laughs> oh, just yours. Yeah. Oh, all right. Cool. I'll go fuck myself. Uh, right. So uh, we wake up Sunday morning. I am craving a beer. I, I, we did like start talking about Sunday. And then um, I literally texted Joe Bell via Facebook Messenger. And I said, and I quote, I will give you 47 hand jobs if I can take a shower in your camper. Now, this was when I am already walking. How do you balance that out so that you're not Popeye, like with one arm and the other ones? Oh, you can use both or your feet. Um, so for... Excuse me. <laughs> yeah, I'm a monkey. Uh, so I, uh, I'm walking towards my truck, which was parked right next to Joe and Nicole's camper, and I, I, uh, I go to the truck and I, I get my, my clothes because I, I live basically out of my vehicle, whatever vehicle that is at the time, and uh, I, I change. I literally strip down to my skivvies and then my bare ass in the parking lot, change all my clothes. Uh, I'm ready to go. But I, again, those that listen previous, I don't care where I sleep. That does not matter to me. That but if I list. don't have my shower in the morning, don't even bother attempting to talk to me because it's going to be useless. So I texted, I texted Joe and then like 20 minutes later, he gets me, which was just enough time for me to change, turn back around, go back into the pit area, get halfway back to Wayno and Angela's and then turn back around to the camper it's like, oh, cool. So I go back to Joe and Nicole's camper first thing in the mor- morning after everyone had already left. And I had forgot that they had two dogs. And 
I go to get in the camera. It's locked. I'm like, sick. So he tells me where the key is, whatever. I get in there, and you would have thought that I was dragging their mother and father's <laughs> dead bodies into this camper. Yes. Because one, yeah. <laughs> I unlock and open the door, and they are both basically like side, like door to door on the bed staring at the side window. Yep. And there was a good 20 to 30 seconds where they stared at me. Mm-hmm. Like enough time for me to turn around, close the door, put my shit on the counter. And then <laughs> Rico and Larson unloaded fucking barking on me. I'm like, oh my God, I'm not, stop. I was not ready for any of this. And now I'm naked in front of the dogs and I'm just trying to take a shower and then I burn myself with the water because it's campered water and it's just instantly hot. And then I, it's a whole scene. And now I'm naked in front of the dogs again, but now I'm wet and they're still barking at me. And I'm like, oh my God, this is, it's a, it's a scene. And I'm just by myself, which I'm trying to avoid because I don't like scenes like you in, in certain social situations. And uh, so I, short story long, I got my shower in and I, I go back up to the high rent district and I'm still drunk at this point at like 1130 in the morning. So there was that. That makes two of us. Yeah. Then we watch race cars and uh, I mean, I guess we could jump right into our weapon of the week because what was it like second or third race of the day? Whoever that little fucking 11 year old kid is that drives the SK light 50. Was it 56 X 56 X? I believe. Absolutely fucking pile drove the kid in front of him. Are we talking about the kid that tried to kill another one or the ones that fought? The kid that tried to kill two people. Okay, so the 56X. Uh, this is also the reason why you don't let 11-year-olds basically drive $100,000 race cars. Because, uh, one, that's bad parenting. So if you're that kid's parents, you're stupid. Two, um... Jesus Christ! But, I hope they don't listen. I don't care. <laughs> your kid, if you're that, if you're that age, you belong in a go kart still. I'm sorry, or like a very, very entry level division of some sort in a full size car. That makes sense. You don't put your kid in a fucking you make modified. A, you make a good before point. they're like like 16 is pushing it. I'm sorry. You just you are not developed enough to drive a modified. That's that just, was it is what it is. Parenting skills with Charlie. Yeah, you're welcome because your kid <laughs> is a weapon. Uh, barrel. Like I think b- we both need therapists. I don't care. Uh, we, the kid goes into one absolutely nudes, just for that matter. At all of the nudes. <laughs> uh, again, at B Sauce Nine Six at C Sanborn I I I. We accept Thanks nudes for at mine all. First, uh, you're well. Oh, B a, comes before C. It is what it is. a good chunk of change for that. Promotion. Um. So from there, uh, we accept nudes at any time during the day. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 24-7, 365, doesn't matter, holidays are not... A, a you're pointing at the wall, which is good for radio, but you're like, it's like you're you're laying out what's written on the wall right now. You're like reading it, like pointing and uh, just dragging so, thing. It was, uh, was yeah, a scene. Nudes at all times. Uh, from there, though, this kid absolutely just did not even attempt even one time to lift going into one. Destroys this one kid. Well, that was the second one. But Well, I, I didn't see the first one. So he ass-packs this kid going into one. There was, what, three to go? Maybe? Yep. And the kid in front of him tries and tries and tries and tries to save it. He goes all the way through one, damn near into two. And now I don't know if you know how physics works, but when you have a 15-inch tire and the coefficient of friction finally matches at some point in time and your steering wheel is turned all the way to the lock to the right and it catches, you go straight to the fence right now. (laughs) 
and that is exactly what happened. Yeah, and the kid, poor, he poor was dog. trying and trying and trying to save it, roasting the right rear off it, and it finally fucking hooked. And that kid hit so fucking hard, very like knocked the whole soft. front clip off the car. The the radiator's leaking all the way down the the thing. They parked the kid, the fucking idiot that rolled into the back of him. And then, like, two laps later, there's so, another yellow, so, and we have more 11-year-olds we, fighting each other in between turns three and well, four. Well, that was after the race. We, we got to go back to to the first incident. He hooked someone down the backstretch, which I think it was the leader at the time. Probably wrong. Could it be. Usually am. Just, like, hooked him head-on into the wall, just destroyed the car that was in front of him. And then he... I didn't know if it was his fault or not, so I, I wasn't going to... He wasn't jotting it down in my notes as Weapon of the Week right off the bat. But fucking junked the guy in front of him and got sent to the tail. So I'm apparently not, I wasn't the only one that thought it was his I'm fault. I'm not even going to nominate the kid as the Weapon of the Week. It's the parents who thought it okay. was okay to put him in the modified. Listen. No, it's true. It's not the kid's fault. His parents are dumb. It's just it is what it is. You don't put a kid that isn't ready in a car like that. He clearly doesn't know what's going on. He I, just slammed into multiple race cars, cannot, junked a ton of equipment. Cannot believe that people listen to us. I, I don't even care. You just—it's true, though. Am I wrong? No, I think I think you're correct. But <laughs> it's you, true. Like I, the parents have no business putting their kid in that car if he doesn't clearly have the capable skills to do it. I just I just love the calling out parents from someone that doesn't have Most, a kid, just explaining how to parent. My parents were pretty dumb. I'm not gonna lie. Like they did a lot of things incorrect. Yeah. Which. Thus show, and I think you can attest to this too. I think our parents showed us what how not to do a lot of things, which gives us yeah, a don't pretty be, good idea don't of be how generous to with do someone things. else's money. Is the only thing I ever learned from my mother. Well, sorry, same, same. sorry, this is my therapy. <laughs> <laughs> same, uh, for sure. Uh, yeah, so like, like just fucking yeah it's not the kid's fault that his parents are dumb. Uh, that was my biological mother, not Dolly or Taylor. Just, oh no, just no, 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 future. yeah. Now Dolly's a saint. Uh, Taylor. It, we love you. Uh, yeah. So both. Uh, yeah. So uh, after after said second incident that you brought up first. Yes. Kid gets parked. Right. Bold strategy, Cotton. <laughs> Fucking see how it plays out when the guy that first got hooked into the fence is now on the infield. Your whole safety crew is now in turn two. And you park the kid that just caused both accidents right next to the first guy who's probably not happy with him. Yeah, that was a good call, for sure. I've never seen a better call, to be honest with you. I've never seen a smaller human come out of a modified. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's... Yep. Yep. So, anyway, so they, they clean up the mess. <laughs> they clean up the mess. They go green, white, check, or whatever. Race is over. Now, two other cars, they pull on a pit road, and St- uh, Thompson also has a, uh, uh infield pit area, uh, if you will, because it is a closed racetrack when it is hot. They come down the pit er- the infield pit area after the the checkered flies, and two other cars slam into each other in between turns three and four. Yeah, one one uh, the guy that was pissed got pushed into the wall on like lap three, coming out of two, and definitely just did not forget about it. But so what happened after they parked the kid? There started to be an altercation on the left side or whatever, which I mean shocker that that was going to happen when you know they're just in there by themselves. So that, that altercation starts. They go back green, whatever. They finish the race, lap or two, two laps. They come back, and then there's a fight down in three and four, which was unbelievable. You, you know, you come for the races, you stay for the fights, obviously. Obviously, yeah. Always. Uh, so, yeah, that was, I mean, that was pretty incredible. That's probably the most, I mean, out of all the, like, you know, divisions there that weren't tour-type modifieds, that was probably the most exciting thing that happened all day. Um, and then they just chunked. 
all of the modifieds. Oh yeah, in, in the tour race. I mean, yeah. holy fuck! Like you went over and saw Timmy's car and all. So Timmy Salamito, um, he he, I, I met him in Atlantic City a couple times via Bobby and Rusty and Speaking all. Speaking of and... meeting in Atlantic City, we should probably go back and like congratulate Matt and Olivia because that was like the bachelorette party. Like, right? Know. Yeah, you get it. Uh, you know how good the radio program is when you're <laughs> typing on your phone the whole time. Well, you, I thought you were gonna do it while you were talking. No, about I it. just I congratulate them, but then you went ah. Yeah. And then just said, yeah, and I expected you to carry on whatever Con- I just said. Also, congratulations. You and said, ah, and I didn't know if you were going to just Also, congratulations. Ah. Ah. Also. Pretty sure they listen to the show. Yeah, of course Like, I know. Yeah. Pretty sure they must. Matt, as in Matt Janish, drives the number two TQ midget at Atlantic City every year that I've gone anyway. Yeah. Uh, pretty not the worst at what he does. No. Uh, pretty good wheel, man. Uh, Olivia, now m- miss- Mrs. Matt. Challenge, <laughs> yeah, you get it. Uh, was that enough? Yeah, you did terrific. Okay, thank you. Ah. Uh, so, <laughs> so we go to the uh, we we head into the NASCAR Wheel of Modified Tour race, and there was what 30 something cars at least. There's enough for sure. Uh, and from there, they put on a pretty good show. I'm not gonna lie. There, there was a lot of drafting going on. There was a lot of fucking just wild moves going on. They wrecked a lot of shit. Uh, but what we were talking about though is Timmy Salamito. A uh, kid that we met in uh, Atlantic City again. Me via Rusty and Bobby um, likes to party. Good guy. Uh, he absolutely fucking destroyed himself. I think it was at Allentown in that TQ earlier this year. Yep. And he goes into this race, and I don't. I didn't see exactly what happened. I just saw the impact. And Timmy goes into three and four, and it like he gets a little loose, and it fucking hooks, and he hits driver's side door as hard as you possibly can into the outside wall. And we're down uh, after the races, you know, going through the pit area, just kind of looking at stuff. And Matt Swanson is parked kind of next to Timmy. So I go over, look at the car because it's pretty fucked up. And it it was not good. No. Like it it just like I don't know if I can go into details technically, but it, like it, it twisted the seat around like the helmet's not OK, like all sorts of stuff. So hopefully Timmy's all right. Um, they're definitely a pretty wild hit, but they, they definitely junk some shit in the modified race for sure. Yeah. And Craig Lutz goes out and wins, and Justin Bonsignor wins the championship. So, congrats to Ray yeah. Parent. Yeah. Yeah. Junior. Junior. So, uh, we already went into Weapon of the Week, but uh, I'd probably be a little remiss to uh, not bring up Corey Himes' name as uh, an honorable mention for uh, for that. Uh, I don't know if you actually saw the incident that happened between Derek and him in the Arca race, but Derek was going for the oh, lead. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, 20 car, right? Yeah. 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 Not good. Just drove right through. <laughs> so, that's exactly not what you're looking for. Um, so, yeah. You know, toss up for weapon of the week, I guess. Uh, but yeah, and you know, I'd like to bring back this this old segment real quick. Actually, before we leave Thompson, we gotta bring up two hilarious things in my notes. That, that do you have orgy in your yes. notes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, both of which involved our friend Sean, Simon, yeah. Steve. Well, Bobby was also part of the orgy. Yes, yes, but he. So, the, the, how the whole conversation started, I believe, was <clears throat> our friend Sean Foster. So uh, we're we're on the back stretch there in the high rent district with Wayno and Angela's camper, and there's a group of what ten ten of us probably, yeah, give or take, and we somehow got invested in a conversation of orgies. Yeah, <laughs> and there was another word that was involved that I had claimed was French, and. <laughs> And Sean was like, I don't think orgy is French, which had nothing to do with what I was talking about, which then turned into multiple variations of the word orgy. Yeah, we all kind of went around the circle there. So it was like, orgy. 
or jai and then comes the bobby <laughs> and after we had had or and or and or and all this it comes to bobby's like or or g yeah yeah that's it that's a new one and we're like oh honey no <laughs> that's where we started <laughs> Oh man, that's gonna be funny for no one else other than us. <laughs> God, was it funny? And also the the black cam thing was fucking. Oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, to ca- kind of cap the night off before we headed over to Applebee's, um, we're heading out. <laughs> we're walking around the pit area with our son Black Cam, and uh, <laughs> we <laughs> Hannah's with us, I think too. And we see uh, Sean Foster, Simon Sack, and uh, he's hanging out, just talking to someone, and. Um, I think you had said something about, hey, have you met our son? No, no. Or, Cam himself walked up. Oh, have you met our son? Yeah, said, right. Oh, have you met my two dads? And he goes, <laughs> your, your black Cam? <laughs> oh, your black Cam? <laughs> and and the, like he has the most dry oh. sense of humor of all. And it was the funniest fucking thing that I've ever heard in my entire Sean life. Fa- Sean like, Foster, so, short track racer on YouTube. So you need to look these videos up. They're fucking hilarious. So obviously they know each other. <laughs> But he's like, what? how did I not put one and two together? Like, well. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's a radio program. So, <laughs> yeah, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, that was the last thing that I, I had in my notes from uh, from Thompson. Um, actually, I mean, weapon of the year update. Jake Johnson didn't do anything weaponry. No, this, this, not really, no. This weekend. So, I guess now he has to, I, you know, going to Oxford this weekend. Spencer Morris. Him and Spencer. Oof. You know, I wouldn't say that they're neck and neck. I think Spencer has a, a, a sizable margin over Jake, but Jesus Christ, there might be some fucking weaponry that happens to try to, you know, I don't know, lock in weapon of the year. Uh, I do have a uh, an old-fashioned segment, and grinds my gears. I have, <laughs> I have one of them. So uh, <laughs> earlier this week, is Tuesday, and uh, I, I don't carry cash typically. I get cash from people for BFP merch. I give it right back. Uh, to either the bank or Steve for more cash or yep. you um, or the gas station, I guess. And so I had $3 in cash in my wallet. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to buy myself something nice. I'm going to go buy a coffee on my lunch break, right? <clears throat> I go to the Dunkin' Donuts in downtown Portland, like over by Hadlock Field. I don't know what street that is, but you get it. And I stop to make my order, roll down my window, and a homeless guy walks up. I'm like, yeah, can I get a medium caramel? Right when I said caramel, walks up to my window, looks in my window, and goes, got any change in there? Excuse me? What? Get out of my face. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you got any change in there? Got any cash? And I literally had my wallet on my lap with like $200 of BFP money and $3 of my own money. And I'm like, "Uh, yeah, I got $3. And he's like, Oh, cool. All right. And keep in mind, like I gave it to the guy because now it was a $6 coffee, which was fucking wicked and convenient. But I gave it to the guy because this guy looked like he had just gotten his nose broke on the way over to said Dunkin' Donuts. So I was like, you know what? He probably needs it for medical bills. $3 (laughs) goes a long way usually. Buy a fucking, I don't know, cotton ball or something. Banded. Just stuff it right up there. Um, Yeah. And wherever you want, pal. (laughs) Uh, And, and, you know, this is one last thing that's going to actually push you over probably your dinner plans, unfortunately. But we do have, uh, so we we have five or six people that have uh, signed up on Patreon so far. Black Flag Uh, Podcast, Black Flag Premium on Patreon, $4.69 a month. We're going to launch it in the month of November. 
Uh, what are we gonna give them? We're gonna give them a couple of free shows a month. So a couple on a, free like shows. A Wednesday, we're well, gonna give you I eligibility. Guess not free, free shows or a couple extra shows well, a month. You get it. Uh, you get, you're gonna end up with some sort of merch discount. We kind of haven't figured out how much first because or how much to do right now. Um, before we actually like get started with uh, posting shit like that, we're gonna we're gonna do giveaways every single month, and you know we'll do shout outs and questions from those those said people like we'll do right now and, um, and, and what what part of these shows are going to uh, involve too are like if you listeners submitted questions or we might even do a couple live shows if we can figure that out and just interact with the the guys that are on black flag premium act black flag you know you can be the black flag pals whatever you want to call yourselves yeah uh so as a sample to that what are the, the questions that we have so here? matt king uh is one of one of five that have have actually signed up so far so thank all of you uh, yep. ma- uh matt king first question what does racing mean to each of you, and what drives you to go to the racetrack every time? I'll well, let you start. it's a deep question for yeah. me, personally. Yeah. Very deep question. Um, well, you're from a racing family, so I can go nail mine off. Really right. Quickly. Well, <laughs> yeah, you get it. Uh, for me, racing, personally, it, it's, uh, it was one of those things that it – it was one of the, uh, I had watched my dad do it. it. You know, it was something that I had established that I wanted to do when I was five years old. But it also, through a time, I've kind of touched on this before on the show, in a time where my mother and father were not the prime example of how to go about a divorce and not involve your children in it. That they <laughs> they are the poster Weird. people for how to not do that. Send both of us uh, your therapist <laughs> and nudes. Um, but for me, it, when I was five, I had decided I wanted to do this. I saved up bottle and can money, bought my first go kart, and I was seven years old, which was like the height of this gross, nasty knockdown drag out let's get all the kids involved let's get all the neighbors involved let's get fucking all the family involved let's let's make as as much of a scene as humanly possible for this divorce and involve as many people that don't need to be involved in it cool so when you're five that's always fun right that's exactly what you're looking for so you just want to watch fucking rugrats and shit yeah exactly so i'm seven and i have to be an adult going to court and you know talk to people and have conversations that most grown-ass adults don't have to have at seven years old so I had noticed that when we finally got the go-kart, I was sitting there, it was quiet. And the quiet is what I craved because in the background, there's always people yelling, screaming, crying, all this nonsense. But when I'm in the go-kart, all I heard was the engine and I had one goal and that was just to figure out how to get around the person in front of me. So in its simplicity, and like I've said before, racing inherently is complicated, complex, and uh, all of that, when you actually truly break it down, the simplicity of it is what I crave. It's the, I want to be with my friends, and when I'm by myself in that race car, I crave that solidarity for that 20 minutes, whatever it is. That's all I want, and that's what keeps me coming back. That's what keeps me broken away from reality, if you will. So that's, that's what racing is for me. That's what it means to me. That's why I do it. That's why I love it. That's why... I go out of my way to spend all this money I don't have to go to places that I, I've i never been to before or race at places to entertain a bunch of people I don't know to get wrecked by some guy who's not going to pay for my car to turn around and do it all again because I just I crave that moment of solidarity of which I have just one goal. That's all it is. Yeah. Uh, for me, it was significantly different. So like I said our running joke, not from a racing family, like really not. Like I've said it time and time before, I was always just happiest when I would go to the racetrack. I never really even, I never even imagined that I would race. Um, I, you know, I, I do, it wasn't something that was really ever on the table for me. It was nothing that my parents could ever afford. I, it was, you know, when I tried to tell them that I wanted to play hockey, 
there was no money whatsoever for me to do that. And racing is more expensive than hockey <laughs> uh, generally. So uh, I knew that it was really just very far-fetched for me to ever be able to race. So I'm like, ah, oh, whatever, you know. I just like going to the racetrack. I love being at the racetrack. I like watching racing. And so now nothing's really changed. And I think what keeps me coming back actually is that um, it's kind of the family background, like what you said. I had to go through some things early on that made me, you know, mature. Uh, and not just going to the racetrack was always kind of my happy place. I'd say I, I'd, I won't bring up, you know, things that happened. I, there's a handful of people that listening that know what exactly transpired. And, you know, I just, I always loved going there. It was just, it was, you know, some place that I, I would go and just kind of tune out the rest of the world, just was, watching your quiet place is. in a different way. And, and, uh, yeah, I just, I don't have, I would love to race, but financially there's just no, there's no way that I'd be able to like you know ever be competitive and that's just not fun so uh I, you know i don't have that same itch that everyone else has i just love going to the racetrack and i love the what keeps me coming back every time for sure is the community there um the people that you meet we've met so many fucking people this year alone like last year like so we did this show this, has opened up so many doors that like it's wild we, to me. we started this podcast last year in january and i don't know where i ever thought that this would go i would think you know not, maybe not this maybe 200 people listen each week and you know you're entertaining 200 people well, now, you know, I just checked. We had like 850 people just since we posted the last show on Monday. Listen to last week's show alone. And, and what is it? We per... have 60,000 downloads total. And what is it per week across all the shows? Across all the shows, it's generally above 1,500. That's wild. Which is wild to me. And I don't, and again, like I don't know many, I, before I, I, my brand is showing up to the racetrack alone. Like that has, was always my brand. That was always what I did. I would show up to the racetrack because none of my friends wanted to go like from age 11 my dad would bring me and my dad would just sit there playing on his phone and i would just be so into the racing and then you know even when i got my my license at 16 you know a lot of my friends didn't want to go so i would just go by myself and just try to you know i maybe i would sit by myself i would just try to make some friends and now having this fucking podcast it forces me to do socializing <laughs> and i don't typically like that so i i actually enjoy the fuck out of it I'm, I'm happy that this podcast has kind of opened up new doors and now we have friends all over new england um because before not that it was a bad thing. My friends at the racetrack were you, Bobby, and Rusty, and now you're. <laughs> and still we my met friend. on accident. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And but now I, there's just so many more people that I know, and it's it's unbelievable, honestly. Like I, like I said, there there would be, I would have never, like as of two three years ago, there was the chance of me going to Thompson twice this year, Stafford now twice this year, Waterford this year, uh, even Star. You know, we went like four or five times this year. Hudson like five times this year. No way that that would happen. Uh, maybe once no. a year, get there every once in a while. Well, you probably didn't know enough people that were even wanted to do that. Yeah, and, and, and even as of last week, I was going to Star for uh, just the Saturday of the Howler, and now I'm not. So yeah. I'm just I'm gonna go hang out with other people elsewhere. Go to Star on Friday, and then uh, I mean the yeah Star Stafford Waterford. Yeah, Jesus. But yeah, it's just it's really just the community that, that keeps me coming back every single time. And I, I don't. My family and I, I don't talk to any of them. <laughs> I mean, like, I, 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 like, and I don't, I, I like my mom and my dad. I like, that's about it. My dad. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I tolerate my mother, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, but yeah, so that was, uh, that was the first question. And, uh, again, just a glimpse into what you would be getting, uh, in terms of the, if you sign up for Black Flag Premium, be a Black Flag pal here with us. Th- these are the types of things, insight that you would get on, uh, you know, a r- couple Tuesday, or Wednesday shows, whatever during the week yeah, that we'll probably, only you would have access to if you have the Patreon. We'll probably end up doing one of the shows this week. I would say because yeah. people are already paying for it, might as well just do a quickie or whatever. Awesome. Um, 
so this one <laughs> Mary fuck kill <laughs> Natalie Decker Haley Deegan Danica Patrick this is from Josh Merrill by the way thanks Josh <laughs> so I'm gonna marry Haley Deegan for sure she's the total package compared to the three of them I would <sighs> I've had I don't such know if I want to have sex time. with Natalie Decker or Danica Patrick more yes I've had such a hard time figuring out what I'm going to do with Danica Patrick. I know for sure I'm marrying Haley Deegan. Yeah. That's that's a given. Yeah. I feel like Danica would just hate fuck you, though, because she's like she's had just a, an interesting, weird life. And then that, that would be her go-to, where Natalie Decker is just going to lay there. She's a hot teen. Like, what, she how was, old is she? Hot 20-something, where she just lay there. She knows she's hot. Yeah, you can fuck me, and then that's that's what they do. I have a very very big issue with Haley Deegan's voice. Uh, she doesn't so need to like, t- she can't talk with your dick in her mouth. But you're going to marry her. Yeah, that's fine. And you're going to listen to her every single day. Yeah. Yeah, I probably would. Of the other two, do you want Natalie Decker? You ever heard her talk? Yeah, that's my issue. And then Danica, I'm, def- I'm probably going to kill Danica. I don't know. I'd probably kill Natalie Decker. <sighs> Fuck that. I don't know. That's a tough one. Oh. But like <sighs> But like blonde Blondes don't suck. Well, physically they do. They just you get it. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna marry Natalie Decker. I'm gonna fuck Haley Deegan. I'm gonna kill Danica Patrick. I like it. What did you just say? What did you? Have? I said I'm gonna marry Haley Deegan. Fuck Danica. Kill Natalie. I am Decker. not physically ready for the amount of social media I'm gonna have to do. <laughs> she does not stop posting on social. That's media. all right. You know, whatever. It is what it is. She'll be someone else's wife too. Yeah. One day. Um oh fuck no. Already has been. Hmm? Already has been. Danica? Could be. Yeah. Oh god. I know I gotta play some elevated music or something and I gotta pull this next one up. If you could buy any racetrack in the world, what would it be and what would be the first three things you would change and or do to the track? Beecher's Motor Speedway. We're putting a jumbotron up off a of turn number three on the hill like some where we all park. By the way. Uh Second thing we're going to do is we're going to get a traveling touring series there every single week. Third thing we're going to do is uh, pick or uh, grandstand admissions can be five dollars. Um, that would I, that's been locked and loaded for a while, and I didn't even know that that was a question. Okay, so if you're gonna do that, I'm going to buy Oxford and bulldoze it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make it a high banked. But that's one. So you're gonna bulldoze it one. Uh, I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna make it a high bank track. That's two. Like Winchester. Winchester. Exactly. That was. I'm gonna make 46 it. I'm gonna make it Winchester. Okay. And then I am going to build up all around turns, all that unused space where Jake Johnson hit out, uh, uh, yep. outside of turn one and two. Yep. I'm gonna build that up so that the people that don't are not physically able to walk into the grandstands and sit in rows wherever Yep. can just, if you want, maybe it's a cold day. Like I'm sure this weekend will be nice and warm, like 40 degrees or whatever. You can drive your car up. There's a gate. There's a, there's a pit booth or whatever. It's like, I don't know how much is general admission. Like fucking 12 bucks, 10 bucks, well, 10 bucks general admission. And it's like $20. You can just sit in your car the whole entire time sitting up, like somewhat above the racetracks. You can still see everything. Nothing beats alternative seating in a racetrack in your vehicle because I think that's what some of these local racetracks need. Um, we're going to have someone bleep that out because I think it's a really good idea that someone's probably definitely already <laughs> thought of, but, uh, no. And, and yeah, I mean, just that place hasn't been updated since like, I don't know, 64. So update some shit, make it look wicked pretty. 
And yeah, I don't know. I'm into it. Put a bunch of Black Flag podcast banners up. Black Flag bleachers. On the empty billboards. Yep. Yeah. I'm into it. Yeah. And uh, you're an Inuit? Yeah. All right. Uh, And that was from Jeremy, of course, if I didn't just say that. Fuck. I don't know if we have an... Oh, yeah, we do. Yeah. Kevin Oliver. Um, I didn't have it pulled up. I had everyone, all the other ones pulled up. Here's the first one I asked. If you had the opportunity to buy quite possibly the last 530 racks in the country of BLA, but they were 10 hours away, would you buy them and how would you get them home? Asking for a friend. We just give that Rainville fella the money and he brings it to us that next race. Oh my God. That's the best answer I've ever heard. That was easy. Okay. I'm going to have to call Mike. <laughs> Are we done? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. I guess so. <laughs> I never even thought about that. But I feel like there's seems no more, easy. There's, seems there's easier there than even driving. Any more, is there even any more racing going on? Uh, where in the world will BFP be? Presented by any racing news, any racing news, and the graphic scoop because I forgot what the other. So this week oh, coming up, week. Russell decided he's going to race at Oxford, so we're going to be there. I'm going to be there it's Sunday anyway. I'll be there Saturday and Sunday. Uh, what else is there to do this weekend? I don't even know. But I'll probably oh, be the there Hudson Saturday. Hugger this, is this weekend. Is it? Oh. Get out and support your fucking local Just go to it's some racetrack. It doesn't matter. If there's a show going on, go there. Fucking spend your money. We don't want to hear it if you don't have it. You can find fucking $20 oh, to God, get into a racetrack Oh, God, I cannot wait until next weekend. Uh, so we're going to go. I'm going to go help out Russell. I'll probably be on the radio for him again, and uh, hopefully he doesn't suck. Tour de NASCARs. Tour de NASCARs. You're not The weekend doing, after. We'll, we'll figure it out. You're we'll figure it out. It's, it's uh, kind of rude. So, yeah, this has been episode 85. That's good for Ronnie Silk. Travis Stearns. Good bay. Was any of that 85 Super Late models here? All the Harrisons? Very, maybe. I made a Facebook post about the us not doing a show on Monday. People posted on it, so I'm going to cheat and go off of that real quick. Give me some elevator. It's going to be funny when he's not the one that's the 85, but I swear he was. Yeah, I couldn't tell you. This year. Uh, main racing legend, I think. Hang on. Do, do, do. Oh, it's Jeopardy. Fuck. Bobby um, Turner, Ricky Harrison, all the Harrisons, I just, Michael, Kenny. You said that, didn't you? Yeah, I just said all. Um, I don't know how there's Shane Hall, I guess. I don't know who that is, but uh, yeah, a couple 85s there. Uh, as always, I'm Charlie Sanborn at C Sanborn III. Do you have anything to add before I call you out? You're gonna, or like call you, you out of the for? show. I'll, oh, thank you, God. Yeah. I thought I like wrapped in front of a group of people. We, we can go weekend. get sushi <laughs> if you want. No, I don't eat sushi. We can go get hibachi if you want. Party of four. I'm the third. You can be the fourth. You just asked me on a date? Yeah, you want to go? <laughs> uh, probably not. All right, let's go. All right. All right, episode 85. I'm Charlie Sanborn at C Sanborn III. Uh, nudes can be sent anywhere. Uh, you're Brad Saucer at BSauce96. Together we are at Black Flag Pod on all things social media. Uh, again, Black Flag Patreon, Black Flag Podcast Patreon, Black Flag Premium, whatever you want to call it, $4.69 a month. You can get some uh, more insight, uh, kind of like we just touched on there a couple times a month. Uh, gives you some merch discounts there and also puts you in the running for giveaways every month. So uh, enjoy for the whatever time now this car noise that we have as part of the show. At the end. All right. <laughs> we're just kidding. Forgot yeah. some shit. So earlier when I asked Brad if he wanted to go to dinner, uh, he respectfully declined. So naturally we both went to dinner. Yep. And amidst our dinner conversations, we realized that we forgot some shit. Like for sure, yeah. like a a couple racing, two, a couple two three things. For we sure. got sidetracked. First thing is first. I'm the realist. Uh Chris Smith showed up with his sports series car from Beechridge to run the open street stock race, whatever you want to call it, on Friday. 
this is something I was pissed I was going to miss. So I actually went out of my way to try and buy the pay-per-view so that I could watch while I'm at work and slash while I'm at home to see how Smitty's doing. Well, Speed 51, in their infinite wisdom, decided to only broadcast Saturday and Sunday. So I had no other option than to just wait until it happened and look at Facebook. From there, I then found out that Smithers had a bit of a scuffle in the heat race, apparently, correct? Did he wreck or something? Yeah, two people wrecked in front of him, and he had nowhere to go. So he then comes in the pits. The story I've been told is Jason Wrecker and a bunch of other people, they come in, and they start slinging wrenches and all sorts of stuff, get Smithers back ready for the feature well because he had such a hit, shitty heat race he started 27th 25th something like that yeah 20 112th and finishes fifth yep that's pretty fucking badass yes like that doesn't suck at all no bfp on the car big old the biggest of all well bfp logos other than all of them that are on the deck lid of every other car and mine and same size is it Interesting. Anyway, yeah, BFP on the number one. Um, yeah, Chris we did Smith pretty machine. Not, we did pretty Batmobile. not bad. Goes to Thompson. Hasn't raced there in like forever since he was racing my car, and that's been at least ten years. Jesus. Um, so he goes there and finishes fifth. So good for Smithers. We love you, mom and dad. Thank they do. you. Yeah, and then also I, I I forgot we didn't even touch the pass race, which I mean there was just so much shit that was going on. There was like what like twenty seven different fucking divisions that were oh, racing. All of them. Uh, Came to the conclusion also at dinner when we were sitting there. I'm like, you know, this is probably the first full weekend. Like, it's definitely the first full World Series weekend I've ever done. Yeah. Because now we have friends and such down there. And earlier this year, we had John Miller on. He asked us what our number one, like, go-to event was in New England. And I said the Milk Bowl. Um, great event. Nothing against it. Holy fuck, is it the World Series at Thompson? Yeah. that I think we were kind of spoiled, too, in terms of, like, all pretty much every race that hit the racetrack, short of the eleven-year-old modified division, was a good race. Yeah, like, and even th- that was a good race until a couple people true heads yeah. fell off. Like literally every single race that hit the racetrack was a good fucking race. It, actually, that's a lie. The NEMA lights and the NEMA meh. Um, that, yeah, the modifieds right. put on a fuck of a show. Whether they were always the NASCAR mods, the SK mods, the SK lights. The super modifieds, the three fifty super modified, they were all pretty good fucking races. Yeah. Even even the three fifty small block race with Bobby, it was him and Mike Nedishin, but like the two of them were putting on a show up front. Right. Like that every single race was fantastic. So uh again, you know, for how bad we are for short track racing, we gotta promote the hell out of the World Series. If you again, another event, if you've never been, you gotta go. Thompson in and of itself, just any time that they have an event and you're in the area or not, just you might as well just go. And we almost caught a couple of race Actually, cars too. That, yeah, we if we had our mitts ready, we would have been coming. Home I, I thought I caught one, went right through the laces. Yeah, yeah. Well, I snow cone the fuck out of one. I dropped it. Oh but fuck! I think it was Andy yeah. J. It is what it is. Fuck. Yeah. Damn it. Um, trying to save him from hitting the wall. Yeah. No, it Andy just J. fantastic show all weekend. It, it just I I mean I was there second portion of Saturday and all day Sunday and there was not a shitty race all weekend. Yeah, and in, in the pass race, uh, it looked like Eddie McDonald was going to dick stomp the field and then. DJ Shaw dick stomped the field, which yeah, yellow, I respect. Yellow came out at some point for something. I don't know what happened to Barker. Barker sat on the pole, and he went straight back. I don't know if he missed a shift there. Yeah. Something was fucked up on the something car. broke, and he was like a whole track behind the entire Yeah, and race. then he caught up, got back up to speed, and actually actually came back up through the field a little bit. Yeah, had um, a fast car. But yeah, it looked like at first, we, we had the race pool going. I had Eddie McDonald and... 
uh, I can't remember who else. Yeah. Uh, oh, Ben Rowe. Yeah. And I think I finished like two and five or something yeah, like ben that. Yeah, Ben had a good day. Which gave me like a seven, which is a three and a half average. But fucking Scott with one T had like a one and a four or something like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, Johnny Clark. Yeah. I think. Uh, so I, I think I got second obviously. by like a pew, but DJ yeah, literally right. just put his nuts up on the dashboard. And I don't, after that yellow, I think DJ got the good run on the, on the restart there, got around him on the outside and he just left. He was gone like a straightaway yeah. ahead for well, the, Eddie for the a while last, there. I don't know if it was the last time that I was at Thompson. Uh, it definitely wasn't because I went to the mod race earlier this year, I guess, but I, I just remember DJ and Derek putting on one fuck of a show. So I knew it in the race pool of, if I was to get one, number one consensus has to be DJ Shaw. Right. Obviously, Derek wasn't racing. Um, but yeah, I, I I, I had very... Anytime we actually did a draw, I would pick dead last. Um, but the only good thing is you get back-to-back picks. We were doing average, and I took uh, Barker and Ray Christian, friends of the program. And uh, Ray Christian started at least 112th, same with Smithers, yeah. and just fast. I mean, there wasn't many cautions. He just fucking drove past everyone. I think he finished third. I want to say he, Christian's um, always a good pick. Like yeah. it, he's always going to probably be hunting around the top five. Right. And if it doesn't matter has, if he starts last, doesn't matter if he starts pole, he might not win the race, but he's going to be around the top. And, five. and then if a car has CT on it and we're in Connecticut, you, it's just, you know, it's its own little country. That's there. at least really five is. horsepower. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, then we did the same thing with the, the NASCAR modified race. And <laughs> as much of a fuck show as that was, I think only two people out of like the, what do we have? Seven or eight people in it. Yeah. It was only two people had both cars still in it by the end of it. It was me and Nate Barth. And I don't even remember who he had. He Nate had Barth Matt. And I. Okay. <laughs> Just like, I didn't know I was in fucking school. Well, it's literally a holiday. All right. Give me some slack. Well, would you have the holiday if it wasn't for, who was it? Who was it? Um, Bar- indigenous peoples. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. What'd you say? It did. Um, Pocahontas. Her too. It's Pocahontas Day. Yep. Um, have some respect. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I had Ron, I had, uh, Ron Silk and Woody Pitcat and Nate had Matt Swanson and someone else who was I had still running, but I don't remember who exactly he had. Bobby, I think Bobby had two cars that were still running. Oh, yeah, he did. He had John McKennedy and, uh, Ronnie Williams, but yeah. Ronnie Williams spun out like I had six Justin Bonsignor and Eric Goodell. Every time I pick Eric Goodell, he fences it. Maybe Every Nate time I don't pick Eric Goodell, he's in like the top three. That's me with Patrick Emerling. Every time. Every time. It'll come back fail. around to me for the second pick, and I'm like, ooh, Patrick Emerling's still on the board. Pick Patrick Emerling, lap three, stuffed in the fence. Yeah, started second. Are you second. fucking kidding me? Walled it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's that's like how I feel about Woody Pickett. I had him at Loudon, and he got junked. I would pick out at Stafford, and he decided to mow the grass or turn away for it. I was like, <laughs> oh, are you I had, shitting me? You I let him, half the race. I had him today, in, in, or yesterday, I guess. Jesus Christ. Fucking, <laughs> fucking day is it, bud. Uh, I, I had him, and then he was running like he was fast as shit the whole day. He was like fourth, and then all of a sudden, we're under yellow, not for him, and he has a flat right front, and I'm like, I'm fucking so done at betting on modified. <laughs> it's not even funny. And then I still ended up winning, so pick one and suck it. You have three to choose from. We've been to like 90% of the modified races this year. I, think. I have been to 90 Well, I've been to probably 80% of them. Uh, yeah. You're probably right. Yeah. I've been to two more than you, I think, probably at least. The only one I didn't go to was Jennerstown nope. and Loudon. Thompson, the first one. Oh, okay, so, so you haven't been to three. So the first Thompson one, Jennerstown and Loudon. So you've been to like three of them. So totally. I've been to like 75% of them, mm. which is still more than like I've ever been in my entire life. So. Yeah, that makes two of us. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah weird year, COVID. Uh, yeah. 
Very. I, the one thing I've I noticed with 2020. So fucking much. Oh my god! What didn't you have some list uh, of how bad we are for short track racing? Oh We've gone god, to like 35 yeah. in, events in my this wallet. year. I think I have my wallet. Was on it me. 35 nights? This is what the this is this is what the post office is paying me to do. Sometimes I get bored and I write down how many fucking tra- times I'm into a race. They pay and me to. And <laughs> I lost it. Fuck. My the life. Subaru dealership I pays had, me to run the BFP I had, Facebook page sometimes. I had 35 written down, and I actually that include that didn't include like Loudon twice. Um, that didn't include like Bristol, if you want to include that, I guess. But the, it also didn't include Groveton. We went to there. We went there at the beginning of the year. So that's thirty six. Did we? Yeah, they were the first ones open. Remember, they said fuck oh, you to yeah. the government or whatever. Yeah, and we got yelled at by that fucking cunt at the fucking uh, Grovetona best attendees second to Stafford now. Unless yeah. it's your list, and then you forgot what scores you gave. In the I honestly fourth. forget them every time. I, like, I need a I need a rundown sheet to like actually rank them. Yeah, because I've given the same like the same score to like three different places. I think. Yeah, it's like seven point seven. Yeah, yeah, it's a thing. It's really off the board of you. I'm sorry. It's fine. Stafford retweeted us, so yeah. Maybe, maybe what that kid's saying is real. Maybe we should yeah, just go to Stafford ra- every ra- single f- fence line films every fence single Friday. Right. Tom the modified guy, same guy. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean. Yeah, I mean NASCAR happened. Uh, Clyde, William, Elliott, Bill. Yeah, Chase Elliott wins the, the Roval first. race. That's NASCAR. Um, <laughs> silly season effect. Clint Boyer's not racing anymore. So oh, yeah. Chase Briscoe to the fourteen probably. Um, what else happened? Oh, uh, Justin or yeah, right. Wow, Justin. Alex Bowman going to the the forty eight instead of the eighty eight, which means the eighty eight's either gonna probably turn into the twenty five or the five, and I would assume Kyle Larson will be in there reasonable assumption i would say it's going to be a five or a 25 with kyle larson in it or eric jones could be i don't know i mean there's two there's two options like you said that earlier or i think at some point last week you're like now maybe they'll just shut it down or something like maybe that's obviously an option this this economy you know i just i just don't see eric jones getting picked up by something worth his time it's going to be either a shit box ride it's going to be the 43 Ah, really yeah that i guess that kind of makes sense but like it's gonna be the forty-three, which is tough for him because that he could suck. he could very easily be the next Joey Logano. Uh, but Joey Logano was given the, the the opportunity fresh off of the Gibbs thing. He didn't have to go through that weird period of like driving a forty-three and driving. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's why. That's why that does suck. Yeah. Hendrick would be stupid to if Larson's off the board. You then Eric Jones. You is, don't shut down the team. You pick up Eric Jones. But you know. Uh, do you think it's a shutdown or do you think it's Kyle Larson? Um, I, 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 I don't I think pee. I don't think Rick is going to shut a team down. No, I just don't. I don't foresee that happening. No, no I, just, I, I, he has the resources enough. One out of pocket, two to get fi- to find sponsorship. He could put literally anybody he wanted in that. Yeah, and then if you have anybody who brings a little bit of money to the table, he's probably going to figure that out. Um. That being said, I don't know that Kyle Larson would bring a ton of money with him, if any. Um, Eric Jones, kind of the same deal. They don't really have anything behind them, much like an Alex Bowman, uh, where they, he just kind of figured it out and made it made it happen. Yeah, that's weird. Like Ally, a- good for Ally. Well, I Ally, I feel like Ally in the 48 is much like Nationwide in the 88. They created yeah, a brand. They wanted to stick with the brand they then said this is like nationwide specifically said this is going to stay the 88 it, you can put whoever you want in it but if we're going to give you money it's going to be the 88 so alex bowman then rubs enough penises or whatever to make it work and gets in the 88 now the 88 has turned into the what the ci car the 
whatever else it's had on it, the Hendrick Chevy Goods, Chevy Goods, whatever. So now that the Ally is sticking with the 48, that just means that Ally is paying for the ride for whoever's going to run in it. So Bowman now has the experience. They're going to put him in the 48. That makes sense. That's a viable option. And then, like I said, I think the 48 should, could, would get rebranded and do something else. Or yeah. I could be wrong. I have no well, fucking idea what I'm talking about half the time. Yeah. I mean, we collectively have no fucking idea what no. we're doing. God, no. Like, I just, I don't know. So, yeah. I have, I have less than a clue of what's going on right now. Mm-hmm. I hear things in my headphones, and I can't process it, really. Uh-huh. I'm just, I'm, I feel like I'm always floating at this point. Like, I'm so fucking exhausted. <laughs> Literally, so last night we were going to record, and I, I told no. Charlie, because I like, I don't like putting the podcast off because... Monday is a is an event for some people. Yeah. People, like I've already, our stupid fucking son already messaged me. It was like 6.30. He's like, is there a show yet? Listen, kid. All right. Mom and dad were at work. <laughs> well, dad and dad were at work. And uh, unfortunately, we were two of the only people that had to fucking work today. Yeah, but, like uh, ever. Out of I'm all the people just, that we know. God. Uh, I, last night was like actually scary. Like, I know that we talk about it a lot on this show. Like, maybe doing dangerous maneuver things behind the wheel. I never get behind the wheel where like, I actually don't feel confident that I can get myself home. We should have convoyed, but we didn't until last night, like last night after we left Applebee's, I sat down in my vehicle and I was like, Oh my fucking God. We still have two hours. No way that I actually get home. Like there's no way whatsoever. Like, I am so fucking tired. I couldn't keep my eyes open. Yeah. I had the window rolled down. I had dreams and nightmares on repeat. <laughs> I, I was literally pulling my eyeball, like, my eyes down. I, I, was, I had some duct tape, like Ricky Rudd that one time. I had literally, like, EDM music going. Oh, you have to. Window down, cold air in my face, slapping my face to try and stay awake. Oh, just just put it on shuffle and just hope for oh. the fucking best. I put on Boom by Tiesto oh, and then just man. let it roll from there. Like, it, just whatever came next, I was into it. Anything. Then it was all just... Yeah, and I just made it work. You gotta go... I made it work. I mean, you gotta go fucking Mac Miller, always. Just something you can either, like, start... That makes you move your body, keeps you awake, or you know the words to. Otherwise, you're fucked. I was listening, so on the way back from uh, getting hibachi... Hibachi? Low Life by Theory of a Dead Man came on. Underrated song. And I'm very upset that they didn't at me. Okay. I'm sorry. Got a beer stained t shirt looking <laughs> like Joe Dirt. Something about me just ain't right. I'm cash. <laughs> okay, so that's where you lose me, but yeah. I was like, wait a minute. That's you. No. Oh. Yeah, me either. I mean I'm I'm probably a low life, but Well. Yeah. There's no need to agree with that. Alright. I'm sorry. Are we done? Are, Are we, we done now? I I think that okay. we collectively at at the hibachi place we 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 we, we gathered the end of the actual show. Yes, here. and and we also were we came to the conclusion that we're gonna we're gonna have a date right now. We're gonna watch Hot Rod. Oh yeah, the greatest like <laughs> we're gonna watch Hot Rod. In so my opinion, we, we just a, had we just had dinner with uh, a friend of the program, Scott Dinnan. Was on he's the program. A, he's in time. town. Was on the program. Had his lady friend Nicole. They were talking about how they're going to go drive an hour back to New Hampshire and, and have Shrek in the background while they have sex. So Brad and I said, "How do I wear this?" Minus the sex part, we're going to watch Hot Rod. <laughs> oh, that's news to me. Oh, well, maybe, maybe we'll do that. 
Uh, yeah. In my opinion, so I'm I'm what you would call very uncultured. I don't watch. I legitimately could not tell you the last new movie that I watched. Like I don't I don't go out of my way. I watch documentaries Joker, maybe on Netflix every once in a while. Toy Story four. I haven't seen that. <laughs> so that the that new, is actually one of my biggest things is that people at work the live action Lion King constantly or whatever constantly at work make movie references oh that's what i listen to podcasts where they i have seen like like or not okay i like it lied there is a giant list of like apparently i watched that adam sandler sandler one that uncut gems one that was the last thing i saw never seen it so like literally 99 percent of the time someone makes a movie reference i have no idea what's going on i've never seen like braveheart i've never seen no like any like the classic movies people talk about all the time never seen oh my god the amount of people that like i'm like just I'm like, you don't realize poor kids don't have one cable usually, two can rent the movie, three, you're gonna eat ramen and probably watch Days of Thunder for the hundredth time that night. I would I was just eating ramen and watching either Sweet Life of Zag and Cody and or and or you Drake had and cable? Josh. Yeah. We had up to like channel sixty. <laughs> Lucky. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. I I had my brother's Nintendo sixty four. Oh, I ha- also had a Nintendo sixty four with like Mario Kart. My, and that was see, it. my childhood was a whole. It was like, what do you <laughs> want for Christmas? Right above us. What do you want for Christmas? Oh, I want an Xbox three sixty. Here's a Game Boy, Sega Dreamcast. <laughs> what the fuck is this? <laughs> Literally opened it and I'm like, excuse me. Yeah, I was like offended. And I remember. I remember going I was humbled to, very quickly. Going to Blockbuster, oh, like yeah, like the once every six months you got to, that was yep. that was big doings. I like you're like holy put, fuck, like we get to watch a movie. I tonight. wish they'd put the scent of a Blockbuster in like a car. Oh, I know. Air freshener that was set at such a wait. Distinct which part of the Blockbuster? Like the normal smell. part or like the weird like porn part the, that you could go in the background? They had that every single the one. The normal one. Oh, like yeah. it was just a. What does the porn one smell like? <laughs> well, what do you think it smells like? You want that in an air freshener? No, that's why I was asking. I just think Brad. it would be. I just think that it would be, you know, ironic, if you will. All right. So what I'm getting at <laughs> is, I'm not cultured, and Hot Rod's my favorite movie of all time. There's nothing wrong with that. One above Step Brothers and Step Brothers is a fantastic. Movie. Three above that is, the Hangover. See, one. that's that's usually the movie that I reference that no one else understands what I'm talking about. Yeah, I, Step Brothers. I don't see my whole thing is like people are like, oh, you know, this is a great movie. You should check it out. I will sit down on. Like I'll I'll go scroll through Amazon, I'll scroll through Netflix, I'll scroll through Hulu, and every single time I'm gonna either click on one, The Office, number one. That's the one I always go to. Good choice. Two, usually Letterkenny. Three, I got burned out on that. Never, never really got hooked to watch all of them. Three is is usually. I mean, I guess Friends is probably like seen my, all of my, them. Yeah, I've I've seen all of Friends, and four is Home Improvement. Oh. My God! Yeah, I think actually, actually I probably watch Home Improvement. When that's I watch actually Friends. where. So this will this is gonna be a wicked throwback. Only like a handful of people know this, but like my nickname when I was little, like I'm talking like seven to like maybe fourteen at the oldest, was Manchild. So like uh, main indoor karting, my name on the board, Manchild. My first ever Hotmail address was ManchildRacingAtHotmail.com. <laughs> my AIM, Manchild one two three five five. Seven nine six two nine three. Ladies, hit me up. AIM Fallout Boy <laughs> underscore twenty two. Literally, Manchild was Swear my Swear to God. My first or Fifth my grade. My first helmet that was like cool. Like I yeah. had I had a black HJC TK seven helmet. That was like a motorcycle helmet for like a seven year old. <laughs> After that, my first helmet was a Simpson Bandit. 
and I thought I was the coolest fucking kid ever. Had flames painted on it right across the forehead. says man-child. The reason that that was a thing is my father and I were watching an episode of Home Improvement, and they're in the garage. And I think it was the little one. Uh, Brad? No, Brad was the bigger one. What's the little one? Yep. Okay, you get it. The one that's like really weird now and like gothic and like cuts his wrist or whatever. Uh, Macaulay Culkin. Nope. No, oh, looks like him kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, they're like doing something to like the hot rod that's in the garage always throughout the show, and uh, they're like he shows him how to use a torch and he cuts metal with fire. He's like nah, nah. and he like puts his thumb in oil and like does like a Simba looking deal. He's like I now pronounce you the man child, and that was my dad nice thing growing up. I was his little man child because we always did the same shit together. I respect the hell out of that. Yeah, I think I just like dance, dance. Yeah. Uh-huh. I wonder how many people are going to add me on AIM. Zero. I, I don't even know how to log back on it. Is that a, still I, a I don't thing? Think Can you still thing. do that? I think I actually might still have an email address. Like, yeah, manchildracing like at hotmail.com is my actually, junk email. You ri- you seriously still use that? That's how so I log That's how I log into Facebook still cuz my Facebook was made when I was like literally 13. That long ago? Yeah. Facebook was a thing then? Yeah. There yeah. Probably I wasn't very old. I know that it was uh, it's manchild racing at whatever. I'd I think love... my Twitter's the same thing. Instagram because they send you these obnoxious fucking notifications all the time in your email that I don't want to like my actual email. Yeah. So like I'll log into my manchild racing at hotmail dot com like once every six months or so, yeah. and there are literally seventeen hundred emails yeah. that I have yet to go through because it's all just notifications from yeah. social media. Braz- Brazzers reset password code link. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> Pornhub, um, mm-hmm. Red Tube, yep. um, Red Tube. That's a throwback. That was a good one. That's like that, that was, was a good one. Was that like the first one? <laughs> I think it was. Yeah, yeah. Or you porn? Could be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, hmm. yeah, yeah. I would love to be able to find my MySpace page. It's not a thing anymore. MySpace like wiped all of like yeah. like I had the coolest my. It was black and yellow. Black and black yellow, yellow, black and yellow, and like, uh huh. <laughs> you know what it is? What? Okay, keep going. You had the whole, <laughs> <laughs> you had the whole bio thing on the right. Yeah, and it was like a picture. I don't even know what the picture was, but like the whole thing was just like a series of ironic shit of like whatever it was, and like I had pictures of monster trucks, and I think that like Fake It by Seether came on Oof. when you opened up the page. Good one. Yeah, it was a whole thing. Mine was for sure Fat Lip by Sum 41 Oof. or something. Also or some sort of My Chemical Romance. Yeah. Or Fall Out Boy, actually. Now I think about it. I really don't remember actually liking th- Fall Out Boy as I had, much as I do like now. I like, think I, I'd I fake it by Seether. I had Teenagers by clean up your looks, looks with all the lies in the books to, to make a citizen out of you. Because they sleep with a gun and keep an eye on you, son. Because they can watch all the things you do. All right, we're done. Are we? All right. Ah, uh, yeah. What were you saying? I don't even know. Something about you were going down on your song playlist? I was going down on who? Jesus. What? Save it for the premium. Are we done? I mean, I guess, yeah. I'd love to watch Hot Rod right now. I'm into Hot Rod. I'm going to go smoke a, at least a couple bowls. I'm going to go and I'm gonna strip down to my underpants, but put my hand down my pants, put a beer in my other hand, and fall asleep on your couch. I'm going to go get 
Oh, God. I hope you're okay with that. I'm going to go get high school high. Also, <laughs> while watching strip down <laughs> on a Monday underwear underoos and yeah and that's we're probably when watch hot rod yeah. in three two one